Happy holidays, everyone! It's time for the Naughty Boys, Ed and Sean. You get cold this year. It's time for Geeksters <laughs> on Vixen. <laughs> and welcome to episode 349 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. That was like the worst Santa Claus ever. We went from like how jolly Santa Claus did like evil Saint Nick. Like, <laughs> now I will drink your blood. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. So, uh, what's shaking, Ed? Um, let's see. Um, I, you know, it's been so long. I, I can't remember when's the last time we did a show. It, <laughs> actually, it was before Thanksgiving. I think uh, since then it's uh, uh, okay. You know, so it's uh, now we're in December eighth. Here we're recording uh, tonight. And uh, let's see. Well, we we saw a movie on Thursday. We we got together one Thursday many weeks ago. Uh huh. We saw a movie. I don't know if you remember. <sighs> what movie was it? Was it? I Kill Giants? Oh, I kill giants. <laughs> I I kill insomnia is what it is. Because, whew. Uh, long story short, it's about a girl who kills giants. But there's more of it. It's more of a, oh, it's not sci-fi adventure. It's more like disturbed child having to deal with the reality of life, child. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, okay, there's a giant, but it's a metaphor. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Technically, there really was a giant in the movie. I mean, just, technically, yeah. yes, there was, but it was all in her head. Right. Spoiler. Spoiler. Well, the thing was is that it was a, a as you if, if you don't follow along, that I usually pick up movies every week, you know, cheaply, and I found this for like three dollars and seventy four cents in, uh-huh. in a bin, and I was uh-huh. like, I know it was a graphic novel. It's based off a graphic novel. Right. And it was the producers of Harry Potter. So it was like, you're like, oh, (laughs) Harry Potter. It's going to be a wonderful, wondrous movie with lots of special effects. And oh, killing giants. Yeah. And no, I mean, not a not nothing. Because it being the trailer looked awesome. I mean, that was the thing. I I watched all the trailer on YouTube and I'm like, because I was like looking for it. I'm like, Uh oh, you know, I got it cheap. And I'm like, great. And I'm like, the trailer looked good. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, the trailer was the best thing. Tread <laughs> <laughs> best trailer. The trailer had all the episodes, all the scenes of the troll in it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the giant. giant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to say, like, before we start, that this is the holiday season, so I'm not sure if we're gonna have another holiday. I don't know if we're gonna have another show before the end of the year. This this might be it. This might be it because I'm thinking of my work schedule. I'm like, I think I work next. I think I work next Sunday, and then I'm off that day. I'm off. I remember I'm off for Christmas. Thank God. <laughs> like, hey, Sean, here's the one holiday you don't have to work th- Christmas. Gee, thanks. Wow, you guys are so awesome. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until someone realized it that they had us working. Uh, we had off Wednesday. Really? We had off Wednesday. <laughs> Christmas. Just, just Wednesday. <laughs> Guess how many days is left in a week? <laughs> Seven? Well, yes. And if I'm off Wednesday, how many more days is that? <laughs> Six? Uh huh. Someone realized, hey, I think we have these guys working six days a week on Christmas week. Maybe someone should be visited by some three ghosts. Because <laughs> then they realized their mistake. And when someone did get visited by three ghosts, and we'll, uh, uh, we'll give them off Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yay, I got for Wednesday, I got Christmas, and that's next Saturday off. Like, awesome. It, yay. I hate retail sometimes. <laughs> Remember where people anyway, but the reason why I'm bringing up a holiday season is a lot of Christmas music around, right? Yeah, Stacy 
has found this clip on the internet, and it makes her laugh all the time. I don't know if I've ever showed you. It's a visual thing, so folks are going to have to bear with me with um, what I'm about to describe. There's a video of a kid with a little cap gun uh-huh. or like a, um, like a little Nerf gun, and he shoots himself in the dick, right? And he, he's he's a kid, so he doesn't know what's going to happen, right? right? And you can see this. I'm like, kid, don't do it, right? So he sh- and I think his dad's even like, don't do that, but he's filming him, right? So the kid shoots himself in the dick, right? And he goes, ooh, and he starts j- moving his legs back and forth and going across the floor, like, out, 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 right? <laughs> well, the dad, someone took that clip and put in the Maniacs music. That, <laughs> and it, it makes me laugh every time. Have you ever seen it? No, I've never seen that. Uh, see, now I have to show you because I have to, because it's a setup to what Stacy has found. Um, if this is my go-to whenever I am in a bad mood, uh, I have to do, uh, let's see, um, let's see if I can find it, Maniac, uh, let's see, uh, Kid, uh, let's see, Kid, uh, Nuts, I don't know, I'm just putting in. <laughs> kids Nuts. <laughs> Maniac Kids, here it is, Maniac Nerf Gun, it's 25 seconds long, all right, I'm gonna see you. I don't know. All right. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, my, it's my go-to laugh, right? Because the kid just fucking just, ooh, ooh, right? You should post that on our Facebook page. I should, if I can remember how. So <laughs> Stacy's got one, right? It's a holiday version, and it's a girl. Okay, she's she wants to sing, um, um, f- my favorite things from yeah. the song, sound of the music, I guess, right? Uh-huh. And then I don't know why Stacy. This is not really a holiday song, but I guess apparently it started. Um, it, Stacy posted. Well, someone posted this, so Ed's going to watch this video, um, and. You can clearly see that the girl wasn't expecting. Like she's she's singing on camera, she's doing something in camera, and then off. It's either her brother or her sister. I'm going to assume it's her brother because only a younger brother would do this to her. <laughs> and you can see the look on her face of utter embarrassment by what this kid does. Right? And I'm going to see if I can. Her raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Sticking my dick in rotisserie chickens. <laughs> <laughs> play that oh, probably game cut through on the, on the play that over the microphone i did oh I thought, yeah it came it i was because it's yeah because no it did all right, all right. So you're hooked up i'm sorry i'm hooked up and i was showing ed's like as emma's a thought but yeah, that's Stacy's new go-to. That makes her laugh all the time. So now, yesterday, yeah, let's find Stacy's now going to hear the episode. She's like, "I say, I told you it's funny," and I think it's stupid funny. But the thing is, that that part it doesn't is. get stuck. It's stupid, it's stupid funny. funny, but the, it gets stuck in your head. So like yesterday, Stacy and I are shopping around, and every once in a while, she would think, "Stick in my dick in rotisserie chickens," and I'm like. <sighs> Honey, we're in Walmart. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, like, like she's not singing it out loud, but she's now it's like, do you ever have somebody do something all day long and by the by the one hundredth time you're like, all right, enough already. Yes. It, 
My wife does it all the time. <laughs> right. It's 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 wives, <laughs> it's wives and girlfriends and fiancés in general. They all do it. It's, it's one of those stupid things. And you you laugh at first. You go, oh yeah, that's great. You know. It, it, and after a while, you're just like shut up. Just I, 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 I was like, yeah, it's cute. I'm, I'm like, yeah, right. You know. Because first when she was doing it, I didn't know what she was talking about. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I clearly I don't visit the same social circles as you do online, right? <laughs> so she's like. We're shopping, and she brings this video up, and she's like, I got to show you when we get in the car. I'm like, okay. So we get in the car, and she shows me. I'm like, oh, okay. I get I get it now, because yeah. to me, the humor is the girl who's singing is like, oh, shit. That's funny, because like, she was so embarrassed, and yeah. that to me is funny. But the sticking my dick in rotisserie chicken is also kind of – it's a catchy line. And I want to give props to like, yeah. at least the kid. I, like, he mu- I don't know if he thought of it himself. Or or someone he heard a song parody yeah. from something because like, it was quick and you no know I gotta give him comedic timing was on point because the moment she faded away he jumped right in with the second line before she could and that's why it, it was like oh good timing kid like I want to give him like a handshake well probably she probably heard he probably heard the song sung like a hundred times right She's probably practicing she, it, practicing it practicing yes. it. Probably for a show or something like that. Right, she's going to now record herself yeah. on camera. And, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, fuck this. He's like, fuck it, I'm ruining it. <laughs> I'm so tired of this goddamn dog. <laughs> and had to think of so, like, the perfect line. And she'd be able to go, la, 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 la. Because I know from experience, like, like because I had to do Christmas concerts and, and, and spring concerts for school, and I was playing instrument. So you play the same song right. over and over again. Right, like we, we we play We played Christmas music in September to December, <sighs> practicing it over and yeah. over again. You know, like there was other things you would practice, but right. that was because the big show's coming. So you right. you have all these numbers you have to re- you know, memorize or, or or know the the the, right. the ways to, to play it. So you, after a while, you kind of you re- like, and especially when you hear it in a class, because we would all practice it. Right. So you get tired of it. So you'd variate on right. it, and try to make you know, <laughs> right. you'd add lines to it, and just try to you know, because it would, it would just you would just be so like humdrum in your brain, right. it would it would drive you crazy. So yeah. I kind of get where the kids coming from. <laughs> That's why I appreciate the joke. Like I'm like I get it. Um, let's see what else was I I saw a bunch of stuff. Um. I finished three video games, Ed. Did you? Yes, and the last time we've, we've done, I finished three. Not one, not two, two but, but three. three. Finished a third one today. Um, and then Stacey and I also watched The Irishman okay. on Netflix. How was it? Um, That's good, obviously. If you I want. mean, it was okay. The look it's, on your face is telling me. Well, that. I mean, it's like, how can I put it? it? To me, it was a standard Martin Scorsese gangster flick. Yeah. Um, it's great to see. It's like, hey, I'm going to get all my friends together for one last ride. And you get more screen time, like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, two people who are icons. The only movie they've ever really appeared on screen together was a movie called Heat. No. They weren't on screen together in Godfather. No. Robert De Niro played young Vito Corleone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But Heat, the movie Heat. Yeah. It was the first time the two of them were. Oh, on the a, first time. The yeah. first time the two of them were on screen. You said together. the only time. Sorry, the first time the two of them were on screen together. After that, not too many times. I don't think. I think it, this movie is the first time they actually had them. No, Righteous Kill. They, yeah, they play two cops. Oh, yeah, that shitty movie. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. that was the, that was the big thing. Like they never, right. he, they were never really in the scene. They were in one scene together because right. Al Pacino plays a cop chasing after De Niro's bank robber. Yes, 
So there's that one scene in the diner where the two of them talking. It's like, ooh, it's it, not much is going on in that scene except two people talking, and everyone's like, brilliant, cut, perfect. You know, you're and, like, and, eh. that, and they wanted more of that, and they never got it. And then finally, right. like it was like like 25 years later after that movie came out or something like that, they did this Righteous Kill, and it was also like or 15 years. Yeah, ago, yeah. it was. And, oof, yeah. It was a bummer. But this one, again, you got them all together. Now this story takes place. Um, I read the guy's name. Uh, Edge, I don't say Ed Sheeran, that's the singer. But um, Al Pacino's character plays a guy from Philadelphia who rises up through the organized crime, sort of, um, and has to do with Jimmy Hoffa, right? Yes. Um, Pacino plays Hoffa. The problem is, is that when you get when you get Pacino, you get Pacino. Hoo-ha! It's it, he's talking like this, and that's why we are going to unionize everyone. We are. This is my union, not yours. You and I'm going. That okay? Gotcha, Pacino. And then Nadero is doing like what? What? You know, he's doing his shtick. It's you're getting. Right. You got Joe Pesci in it, who's really really good in it as well. Here's my problem with the the movie as a whole is that it takes place over from when he's supposed to be young to when he's old. Right? It's supposed to be him telling the story. Right. So you have moments where Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci are computer animated or computer yes. computer made up, like to make themselves look younger. Basically, you know, Disney, they, someone went, hey, Disney's getting away with it. Can we do it? Can we do it too? And they're like, yeah, sure. Problem is, is that you can young someone's face up, but right. you can't do body language younger. Like you have a moment. It's, uh, De Niro is Frank uh, Sheernan. Fr- Frank Sheernan. Okay. Yes. Um, there's a couple scenes where you know they're supposed to be like middle aged guys and and they're doing stuff and I'm like, oh, you could tell that they're old just by the, their body language. Like there's a scene where De Niro is supposed to his young daughter is um, got pushed at a like the local corner store, so he goes down there and beats the shit out of the store owner. The problem is it looks like an old man just kind of <laughs> fake sh- kicking somebody. Right. I mean, I'm looking going, yeah, he, he, couldn't they have like gotten like a body double? or but No, it's all them doing the acting. So Robert De Niro trying to come off as tough as a young man doesn't work as well as him being like a mob guy just kind of sitting there telling a story. Right. You know, so I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't. And a couple times his eyes are supposed to look blue. They look kind of gray, like cataracts you know at yeah. like 40 you know like <laughs> I, I don't think that that's the right the story itself was slow now keep in mind this movie is three and a half hours by the way wow uh stacy and i watched it over a span of two nights because we started watching it not late but like middle of the middle of the evening and she lasted like an hour and a half before she was like i gotta go to bed and i was like yeah okay you know i went back to video gaming and then we finished it up the next night it's slow it's kind of drawn out it's like it feels like three and a half hours it does um, there's some stuff that was fascinating, like the story itself was interesting, and that kind of kept me like interested in the actual overall movie. I never once not thought, "Oh, that's them younger." It's I in the front of my mind, I'm going, "Yeah, it's Al Pacino. It's not Jimmy Hoffa." Like Nicholson played Jimmy Hoffa, <laughs> like you yeah. Know? And I got to remember, I'm like, "Okay, I remember seeing that." And do I remember Jim? Uh, did did Jack Nicholson was he Jack Nicholson or was he actually trying to be Jimmy Hoffa? Like. Did he find did he find a, a, a voice for that character? Al Pacino did his voice. Like, ooh, ah. Right. Like, hey, look at me. I'm Jimmy Hoffa. Um, and, you know, you can kind of, like, it was, 
it's going to get nominated for awards because I know it, it had like a couple nights in theaters, so it'll probably get hit with you know many awards nominations at least. Um, if you like Martin Scorsese, it's along the same lines. There's not a lot of gunplay or not a lot of shooting. It's a lot. It's more character pieces. Um, it was like I said, it wasn't horrible, but it also like okay, you know what? I saw it. I'm glad I saw it. So now I can kind of be part of the zeitgeist of of the movie industry. Like when award season comes in, go, yeah, I saw that. Do I think that these were? Do I think that maybe screenplay might be worth it? Best picture, definitely not. Um, they'll probably give it to him anyway because it's Martin Scorsese. Um, I don't think any of the actors acted particularly over and above the. Um, what they normally do, right? No, no. Again, Robert De Niro is a good actor, but you know it's not um, Raging Bull good. Um, it's not Godfather good. You know, it's it's old man being an old gangster, and then here we're gonna put some makeup on you to make you look young. Play young gangster. It's a little tough for him to do because he doesn't move the same way as he did when he was younger. Right. You know, you can see it. So I'm like, maybe it'll get a makeup uh, or special effects. It'd be funny if it won a special effects uh, award. With all the other effect movies that are out there, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, if, if you're a fan, watch it. If you're not a fan, you can pass. It's not, you know, it's not the greatest movie of all time. It's interesting, but not great. All right. You know. I mean, I like a lot of the gangster movies. Yeah. Like I like the part that was a really good one. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Goodfellas, Casino. You know, Stacy has never seen like The Godfather. She's never seen Goodfellas. So when she sees Joe Pesci, all she sees is the guy from Home Alone. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, it's it's funny to me because I'm always like, yeah, look, I get it. He was in that movie and he's really, really good in that movie. He'll be, you know, to, for us, he'll be Leo Getz. Like, he'll, whatever you want, Leo Getz. Like, yeah. that's like the after the good fellas, the, you think I'm funny? I'm a clown to you? How am I a clown? Yeah. How am I funny? Funny how? Like, that, you, she's never seen him scary. Yeah. So to see him be old and supposed to be scary, I don't think if she was really buying it, and she wasn't. It was hard for her to be like, "Why is he so scary? Why? Why is that a big deal?" Like I'm like, "Baby, you never seen him in like Casino or Goodfellas. You never see him take some a bat to somebody's kneecap. See, like, right. you know, like you don't see him the way most of people who watch Martin Scorsese films see him. You see him as the bumbling thief from Home Alone." Okay, like I can't, you know. These two youths. These two youths. What's, what's, you know, what's my cousin Vinny, yeah. My cousin Vinny, she'll never, She's. I don't think she's ever seen that. And even then still, it's like, okay, well, he's. That's a goofy one. It's Ryan. a goof, it's a comedy, yeah. but it's not the scary gangster, yeah. you know, I'm going to beat the shit out of you and put two in the back of your head kind of Joe Pesci that I know. It's the, you know, it's the, oh, I'm going to get that kid. I got hit in the head with a frying pan kind of thing. Or I yeah. bring my hand on the, and I'm like, I'll just sit you down one day and make you watch the classics. Like, you know, <laughs> she's like, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, you will one day. <laughs> um, trying to think what else do we see? Um, let's see. I told you we watched, last time we were on the show, we watched The Joker. Um, that's about it, movie-wise. Okay. I did watch a movie. What did you the watch? theater. Oh. The movie. What'd you see? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to leave it right there because we're going to go through the top five and see where it landed on the top five movie. <sighs> now, this was, this I saw a couple weeks ago, so I don't know where it is now. Hopefully, okay. it's still in the top five. All right, Ed. Let's see. What came in at number five? And number five was A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It, it grossed uh, $1.5 over the weekend and... Tom Hanks is... 
because uh, they did it a little bit differently now. Oh, yeah. 43.1 overall in the, uh, I don't know how long it's been out, a few weeks okay. since Thanksgiving. Uh, number four was uh, movie. Next is uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Okay, uh, it made one point eight million over the weekend. I heard that's actually pretty good. And uh, ninety one point one overall in the whatever release. Cause that, no, it doesn't give me the how many. Releases. Does it give you the weeks anymore? No, nah, they re- they they oh. redid the site a little bit, kid. Sorry. Uh, next, the number three is uh, Queen and Slim. It grossed uh, one point nine million over the weekend and twenty six point eight overall. Yeah, all right. Number two is uh, Knives Out. Uh, it grossed $4.1 million over the weekend. Knives Out. Oh, okay. Lionsgate. That's the one I want to see. I want to see that one. Uh, made $4.1 million over the weekend and 63.04 overall since it's been out. Okay. And the number one movie, which is one the one I saw, and uh, it's been out for a Big surprise f- here. A few weeks. Frozen 2. Yeah, that's a big, big shocker there, It grossed folks. only $7.8 million over the weekend and 337.5 overall in the... How many weeks it's been out? So uh, three weeks, four weeks. Um, I mean, I did. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. It's been out for three weeks. Okay. Yes, because uh, now I'm looking. Now I'm seeing it now. Yes. All right. Um. Yeah. Apparently, it crushed a bunch of Disney records and stuff. It's funny. Before when this before this movie came out, Stacy was like, "How do you think it's going to do in the theaters?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Well, the Frozen train might have left like the station because you know it's been so long since the first one," and I'm like. Nah, they'll, they'll be fine. Like, I'm like, it'll probably be number one for the weekend, but, I mean, it's Disney. Never underestimate the power of a princess. <laughs> like, you know, like, there's little... Especially, she's. I think she's the most recent princess out of all of them, like, and I can't remember um, the movie since then, since Frozen. Well, I mean, Moana. Okay. Moana, but I'm talking about, like, as far as, um, um, like, the big... Moana didn't hit as hard as Frozen did. Like, right. Frozen was fucking everywhere. You know, everyone knew, let it go, let it go. Hey, old. Hey, Ed. Cold never bothered me anyway. <laughs> like, everyone was making those kind of jokes. Yeah. You know, and it was it was a legitimate phenomenon. And Stacey thought that maybe, like, all those little girls who saw them, who saw that movie, are now older. I'm like, yeah, but there's a possibility of those people who saw it now have kids on their own. I mean, it wasn't like 100 years ago. It was six years ago. Six years ago. So yeah. even if you're 16... And you saw it, and you're like, oh, my God, it's so great. Let it go. Now you're like, you know, 22 at this yeah. moment. Maybe you have a daughter who you want to take to take to the movie to see. Now, granted, that daughter might be like two years old or might be seven. Depends on how much of a whore you are. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how easy you are. Like, you know, like, think about it. You're like, I was 16 when I saw this. This is great. I'm taking my, you know, my six-year-old to go see it because I was pregnant when I saw him. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> so um so i was like i'm sure it'll be fine right and then of course like the movie comes out and it's like broke like a gazillion records like oh like best opening day best opening day for an animated film best and best opening day for a you know sequel with you know on a thursday in the winter with you know women as a lead and as a childhood memory it was like yeah and for whores all around the world like, you know <laughs> it was, i'm like all right we haven't seen, we have not seen it yet okay so how was it it was good it was you know i mean this, i think at this point disney could put their own money i mean <laughs> it really is you know just they put their name on something you know well, and, the economy yeah. has collapsed and therefore we now have created the disney dollar that'll be your new way of 
handling all economics. That's that's pretty much it. I mean, like they're just you're buying and selling Disney at this point any, yeah. anymore in life, and it, you know, and it's just like wait, if you listen really really close, you can hear the sound of a printing press, of <laughs> Disney printing money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically it. I mean, you, 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 you and, and it was. I mean, it was like, was, was, was it as the songs memorable as, as the first one? No, and they I, never are. No, and I mean, after Let It Go, you go, yeah, that that Disney, right. Disney's like, I, I was like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that this is like one of the few sequels that came out for Disney in the theater. I mean, most of it goes to direct to video. Sure, you know, that's the yeah. that's their yeah, big that's thing. True. You know, so I mean, I, I can't think of an, a, an other than Fantasia two thousand. If you want to count that one, I wouldn't count that. You know, as as a sequel that was in the theater. You don't count any of the Pixar movies. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm yeah. talking. I'm talking the classic like, animation. Right. You know, style. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, so you you kind of you kind of go. This was All a big right. gamble in a way, and it paid off. I mean, you know, but it's the thing like they're they're. They're, they're raking in the box now. I mean, you know, now that, you know. Between that and Baby Yoda. Right. I, and those who, who haven't. I'm not. Globally. Call, I'm not going to spoil anything on yeah. the, the Mandalorian. How caught up are you? I'm an episode behind. Okay. Because yeah. we watched uh, episode five last night. But uh, every time little Baby Yoda pops up on screen. It's Stacy goes. Oh, he's so cute! Like I think that's the only reason why she's watching him. <laughs> watching the show is to see him pop up in his little cuteness and his little sipping tea and all. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like anything he does. And then I posted something. I don't know. It was uh-huh. on our Facebook page. It's right. like Disney. That's uh, Disney's not done yet. That's his baby chewing. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got a little baby bottle. He's got the little belt. Sooner or later, someone's going. How can we make? Remember how cute the Muppet babies were? We got to be able to do this with Star Wars. We're called Star Wars babies. We'll get a baby Yoda, a baby Chewie, a baby R two, a baby three PO, <laughs> like <laughs> a baby Greedo. We'll get a, we'll just come on. We'll mun- we'll miniaturize all of them. Make them all cute and doughy eyed, <laughs> and just not say a word. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like any action he does, it's like it's so adorable. Right? You're like, oh, <laughs> like, Stacy's like, she's like, it makes my ovaries hurt. <laughs> she's like, I want a baby. <laughs> like, sweetheart, our baby's not going to be green with big ears. Why not? He's so adorable. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> and it's you know, and 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 it's just. My God. And the, and the thing is, is that like, the, that was like the number one conversation a lot of people were having. Yeah. Like, what merchandise still would be out there? And it's not coming till June of next yeah. year. There's, um, and uh, people are thinking, is it good? Is it going to sell? And I'm like, are you kidding me? The pre orders are, are. Rico, there's, um, um, I think if memory serves me right, there's a, the 10 inch pop, I think comes out in March. Yeah. You know? But everybody wants the plushy doll. Right. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, folks, skip on the plushy doll. You know why? Here's why. And I, this is legitimately this is me trying to help you as a consumer. It's going to be plushy from like the neck down, right? Yeah. But the hands and the head are going to be that hard vinyl. Yeah. He's not going to be all plush. He's going to be that mixture of really hard vinyl and really soft flesh. So you'll never really truly be able to like cuddle him and hold him in like, you know, like, like, oh, I just want to go to sleep with him because you're going to hold like a nice soft body, but that cold, plasticky, rubbery skin is going to be pressed up against your cheek and you're going to be like, I can't. No. Or the opposite of that, you're going to be like, oh my God, he's so cute and adorable, but when he's motionless, standing in a room, 
creep you the fuck out. <laughs> you just I do- don't. I don't think. I don't think any of those arguments are gonna matter because 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 all the women I spoke to, like, like, how do I get one now? You know, like, <laughs> I need a baby Yoda now. Ah. She's like every. <laughs> Like when he used to the tea, she was like, oh, <laughs> that was great. I mean, <laughs> you know? there's a lot of like, there's a scene where the door goes down. He's ready to, the Mandalorian's ready to leave the ship uh-huh. and the door goes down. You think he's below and there he is standing right next to him. Right. You know? And then he's fighting with somebody and there he is sipping tea and then the bowl or whatever <laughs> soup. And then it's like, like uh, what I liked about it was that Bryce Dallas Howard was the director of that episode with yeah. the baby Yoda sipping tea uh, soup thing. I was like, oh, good for you, Ron Howard's daughter. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's. He's a phenomenon. Apparently, there's a, a, a bit of cuteness in Frozen 2 as well. Like a little thing, item, uh, character, creature. Uh, you're looking at me like the little, I think. There was? There wasn't there like a little salam- white salamander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not as cute as Baby Yoda. Yeah, Yoda's. I mean, the, the yeah. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda cap, Salamander Who, that was basically like, a, yeah, that was that was cute. But it's like, you know, Dizzy's like, hold my beer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got something better. You know, it's like, poof. You know, it's like, uh, how, how do you compete with that? You can't. Yeah, you can't. It's Baby Yoda. Everyone loves Baby Yoda. All right. So uh, before you get to the releases, would you like to know what video games I finished? Oh, yes. Yes. Borderlands 3. Done. Okay. The Outer Worlds. Done. Today, Jedi Fallen Order. Done. Wow. Yeah. I was like, ch- I'm chunking them out. <laughs> um, Borderlands 3. Not bad. It's a sh- shooter. You, you get what you pay for with that one. Um, Outer Worlds, I think, is going to win Game of the Year. Okay, I do because I think it was it's it's a nice um, it's a refreshing back old role playing kind of games. Mm-hmm. I think, and it's getting a lot of good press. So I think that that's going that's one to look out for, Ed. Okay, um, and Jedi Fallen Order was fucking kind of tough a little bit there for a while. Um, for me, the fighting wise, because it was very like, hey, you know, if you get killed, you got to go. It's very Dark Souls, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it was it was it was good. Like right now, I'm kind of in the part where I'm like, okay, I, did, I finished the story, so now let me see if I can go around and collect all the collectibles all right. because I have about five more things on my like skill tree that I kind of want to fill out. I kind of want to see if I can get like you know the trophy for getting you know, all my all the things clicked. But I need like ten skill points, and I only have like one. I'm like, oh, well, I did everything. Because I'll just have to fight some people, you know. Um, I mean, it was fun. It was interesting. The st- the ending had me going. Oh, like it, the ending. The actual ending itself was a little more like really kind of went out with a whimper in my eyes. But you know, when you finish it, maybe one day we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit further. I didn't get. I, I'm getting much game time in, but I did play uh-huh. it a little bit further, and I got. It was. I mean, everything. I, everything I'm doing. Yeah. I, I enjoy. You know, it, the fighting mechanics is, to me is a little wonky from what I'm used to. Right. Because like I'm playing mostly God of War, so that that mush of bat mut, button mashing is is not a good way to play in this game. Well, I'm saying I don't. I really bust button mash for for God of War. It's it's very fluid motions mm. for me, and you know, figuring out like the combinations right. and doing all that kind of stuff. I'm having a harder time with Jedi Fallen Order right. with this. But I'm like, I'm not that far along that it's not right. You know, I, I got I got I didn't die. I died more from falling than anything right, yeah, else. I, you know, I um I went through a couple um when I when I get hit a snag, it's always because of something I'm doing wrong. It's like Sean, you're fighting on the edge of a cliff. You have the ability to force push. You never do that. Why don't you just line them up and go poof, knock them off the edge? Yeah. 
you still get the same amount of experience points as if you did, if you cut them in half. Like, fight smarter, not harder. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times it's like, all right, well, let me try that. And, you know, or let me do this. Or, you know, and then, you know, we all know all those lightsabers. You know, I'm like, yeah, come on, let's go, let's rock out, woo. Um, but it was fun. Right now, um, before I left to come here, I picked up, um, it was on sale, uh, the remastered Ghostbusters. Okay. You know, I bought it because I remember playing it on the PS3 way, way back when it first came out. And oh, I remember yeah. not getting far in it. I don't know why. Um, probably because I got just un- disinterested in it. You What are you looking at to see if you have I'm, it? I'm trying to think. Well, well, my I can't see my PS3 because they're blocked by my PS4 games because <laughs> it's double racked. So right. I have to, but I'll have to go and look, see if I, because I, I'm like, I think, think I picked that up. I think I have that for PS3. Yeah. Um, I remember playing it. I remember not, you know, kind of like, eh. Uh, they remastered it for the PS4 and for the Switch and for the Xbox. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll get it for the PS4. Because at the time I bought it, it was like 20 bucks. Okay. I'm like, all right, because it was during our, the big, you know, Black Friday week sale. Woo! So I'm like, all right, I'll have 20 bucks. I can, I'm $20 invested in that game. Yeah. But, Ed, I think this is the week I get my bridge, baby. Oh, really? Uh-huh. It's, uh, uh, for those people who don't know, I'm supposed to be getting... My hands on Death Stranding. Death Stranding, the collector's edition, which comes with the, the the suitcase, the baby in the suitcase, all the extra tchotchkes and stuff. And I'm really interested in playing it because I hear so many different reviews on it. Like, people really like it. Some people hate it. Some people still don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, and then, you know, some of my coworkers are playing it and they talk about, like, how... It builds this interconnectivity because we're kind of on this, like, barren wasteland, but the more people who play it, because it's all like you have like like fifty or some odd people on the same server. Whenever you pay, if you repair a road, other people who are playing it on that server also get to ride on your your road. So like it's kind of it's very like interconnected with other people in around in the world. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that seems really really interesting. I hope I get a chance to actually play it before the whole world's rebuilt. And I'm just wandering, going, yep. And I guess I'll just I'll just walk through everything. Like there, um, all right. Um, I think it's, it was on a truck as of this earlier this week. So I'm hoping tomorrow, Monday or Tuesday before, you know, the end of the week, mm, I'll be bridge baby in it. I'm like, yeah, which makes me happy now that I'm like done like three big games. Like to me, Ghostbusters is not really a game. I'm like really like sweating. It's kind of like play. a filler game. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'll dabble in that. Plus also I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Sword. No. Okay. Which is not bad. It's fun. It's cute. I've never played Pokemon before. So this, well, outside of Let's Go, and I hear like from all the purists, like, that's not a Pokemon game. This is more like a Pokemon game. It's fun. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's, um, I'm enjoying it. It's kind of relaxing because it's on the Switch. I don't, I'm not like a hardcore gamer on the Switch. I also dabbled a little bit of um, Luigi's Mansion 3. I've been doing a lot of gaming, Ed. Yeah. You know, my, my downtime after work would come, a lot of stress at work. So I come home. I kill things that's, in video games. See, that's, that's the thing that always surprised me because it's like like my job, I do uh-huh. computers all day. Uh-huh. The last thing I want to touch is when I get home is a, a computer. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's because at my job, I don't touch video games. I just sell them. <laughs> like, I'm not, You're just peddling them. I'm just, I'm just peddling them. Go, hey, what you, what you need? I got that. And some games I'm interested in playing. Like if I didn't work there, I'd be buying these games anyway. Right. So. To me, it's like, all right, um, if I had a nine-to-five job or I was looking at a computer screen all day, I would still come home and play those video games. It's um, um, it's more of about the time that I have. Like, to me, it's my downtime. Like, Stacy and I, you know, we'll I come home, we'll have dinner, 
you know, we'll retire to our room and we'll chit chat and stuff like that. We'll watch some TV, you know, something together. And then eventually she'll, you know, she'll say, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, all right. And that's when I, you know, go to, I do my gaming, you know, because most of my time is like, I, I close my store a lot more than I open. Mm. So a lot of times it's like, okay, well, I get to sleep until like 10, 11 o'clock in the afternoon, like in the morning. So it's like, okay, well, I can stay up till like two o'clock in the morning playing video games because I have that luxury. Not tonight, though. Tonight, I gotta be. I gotta be at my job at eight in the morning because it's like, hey, we got you know prep to do. So like after I get done here, I'm gonna go home, probably like chill out, watch some TV because I'm watching a lot of Disney Plus too, and uh, go like not off. You know, after like Mandalorian, I watched. I started watching the Brain Games because I was kind of interested in see what that one was. Yeah. Um, I watched an episode of Encore. That's the Kristen Bell. All right. This one's interesting because it's like, hey, Ed, you were you ever in a class? Were you ever on uh, stage play? I was in the orchestra for the stage play. Okay, well, orchestra doesn't count. Right. Were you ever acted in a school play? No. Okay. No, I, every every play I was in, I was only in one play. Like uh-huh. I think it was like the first grade. Right. And after, since then, I got kicked out of every play <laughs> I've you know been in, or you know, because all all plays in school. I insisted that George Washington play in the nude. Because <laughs> of some, some, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's some kind of uh, disciplinary action. <laughs> throwing out of me of the play so was to teach me something. You're a problem. I was a problem child, apparently, from from like second grade to, <laughs> to high school. Yeah, and in high school, you had audition, you know, because because right. like every year you had to put on a play, or like every right. class had to put a play on, or some kind of production. Okay. And, you know, okay, well, so then as as a person who's been in the band who's seen those plays, yeah. some of them are good, some of them are bad, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, now imagine you're a senior, your senior school play. Do you remember what, what it was? It was uh, a controversy, actually. It was, oh. do patent shoes really reflect up? It was about a business person, and they have patent shoes, and they okay. look up women's skirts. Okay. And then, of course, I went to a Catholic high school. Okay. So you know that. Sure. Yeah. That- did they ever do something like musical wise? <laughs> um, musical wise, they did. Um, I think they did the Wizard of Oz. Okay, okay, yeah, that's a good example. Because let's say, imagine, let's say, instead of doing that one, they did the Wizard of Oz as their senior year play. Okay, uh-huh. um, these are all musicals, by the way. Do patent shoes really reflect up? Right. musical. Okay, yeah, well, fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. so let, let's go with that one. On their senior year, they do this musical, right? For better or for worse, it was great or horrible. It doesn't really matter. Right now, flash, flash forward. 20 years later, right? Okay. They get that whole group together to redo that play. Okay. To do it one more time. Okay. So imagine like, you know, like here's Phil who used to be the school heartthrob. What's he doing today? And let's get him on stage. You know, can he still sing? Can he still dance? You know, what's his story? Like the one, uh, the first episode was Annie. So they got the, the, the this class together. And, you know, some of them could sing, some of them couldn't, some of them wanted, you know, thought that they were going to be stars on Broadway, and now I'm a mom of three. Right. Like, you know, and you can kind of still, like, there's that, we're going to make you wish you had a better life. Like, <laughs> or we're going to see, you know, it's just like, hey, you know, remember these are the good old days, so we're going to have you relive this play, and we're going to have, you're going to be directed by a Tony Award-winning director, and you're going to be choreographed by, you know, like, and you, by the way, we got a week. Because we're going to open up because you're in a real playhouse with it's going to be packed full of people. 
So wow. you're gonna you're gonna watch like middle aged people going, the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollars. Like, and then what they'll do is um intercut like, when they talk to like the, 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 the testimonial stuff. They'll cut to twenty years ago. Like, this is what you looked like and what you sounded like when you're on you know screen. Like when you did the play back in high school. Now it's like oh, <laughs> I'm smoking five packs a day. Like. Yeah. So it was like, and there's like little personal stories, and it, it's also it's also hosted by Kristen Bell, but the people don't know that because she comes in like the very end, like as if you're not. Imagine this: you're plucked from obscurity, twenty years later after you make like your Ed, your daddy Warbucks, right? Yeah, you're living your life. You work as a a sheriff. You know, you're like you're not you're living your life, right? And all of a sudden, someone goes, "Hey, by the way, we're gonna be doing Annie. You were daddy Warbucks." We want you in this. And you're like, okay, like I don't have enough pressure in my life already. Now I got to have to worry about will I be good on stage in front of like 100, 200 people who either know me or don't know me at this point because I'm going to have my my wife and my kids there watching me. Can I bring my sidearm? You know, like- right. Who do I got? And, you know, and then right before you go on stage, the big night, here comes Kristen Bell going, oh, my God, I hope you guys are going to kill it. And you're like, oh, my God, there's a real-life actress sitting in front of me watching me act. Fuck. Like... <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you know, and then you have to go out stage and perform, like you know. So it's it's interesting, but it's also like, all right, I'm um first episode, everything went well. I'm waiting for like the. the I'm hoping there's more like in the coming of the up, up, upcoming episodes. There's problems, like they have Greece, you know, is one of them. And I'm like, yeah, Danny Zuko, oh, got the gut, you know, like that he's bald. So, you know, it's 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 interesting. It was comical to some spots and not i wouldn't say the um the inter- entertainment factor on a scale of one to five was probably like a three yeah. you know because it was like all right you know what it's one o'clock in the morning i don't really feel like getting involved in like what jeff goldblum decided to to, to find out about this week because i don't have the i don't have the energy to be as to spend an hour in his world because Fuck, it's weird. You know, like, <laughs> like, I'll hang out with you, Jeff, on another day, just not 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, maybe, like, lunchtime. We'll do lunch. Yeah. Because I can't... The, the whole talking in that. Look, this is sneakers. What's about sneakers? <laughs> like, I see him... I saw a still of him tattooing somebody. I'm like, you're letting him with needles? I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's going to be going. Like, the second episode. This is the first time I'm using a needle. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've always been afraid of needles. I. What makes you... Oh, I'm fascinated with tattoos. Fascinated. <laughs> Just like, oh, okay. And then Stacy's watching the Gordon Ramsay one where he's like out in the wild. Um, and he's like, hey, I'm going to learn. You fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> he's, what you eat is shit. <laughs> he's actually going to other cultures, other areas in the world and learning from other chefs to try to be like, hey, I'm going to. You know, make this meal using your local food and see how well I do, kind of thing. It's testing himself, but also like, hey, look how beautiful Hawaii is. Yeah, look, you're going to use this, which no one's ever used before. Like, we all use it here because it's we're Hawaii. It's local, yeah. It's local. You're going to, you know, like this. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, well, we watched that because Stacey's in love with Gordon Ramsay. It's like her, you know, it's her hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. That's so anyway. That's, yeah, yeah. I've been living a living the dream, Ed. Living mm-hmm. the dream of just about binge watching television and playing video games. Good for you. Yeah, well, it's a living. It's a living. It's a living. Wow, so, wow, wow. so what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD? Because I need to pad my uh, collection. Stock. There, yeah, I do. 
Uh, well, Hustlers is coming out the, this Tuesday. Oh, this is that Jennifer yeah. Lopez movie. Uh-huh. Um, Where they're strippers. Yeah. Yeah. About the, the whole thing about 2008 and during the Wall Street financial crisis. Now uh-huh. they made a lot of money. Uh, it Chapter 2 is okay. coming out this Tuesday All as well. Right. So, uh, you know, if you have the first one in the movie theater and the second one now. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is also coming out this Tuesday. All right. So that's a, okay. that's a movie that's... I'm going to pick up because I am interested in seeing this movie. I'm I love too. Quentin Tarantino movies. Me too. And I, you know, so I'm definitely going to pick this up and, and check it out. All right. Uh, Family Guy Season 17 wow. is coming out this Tuesday. <laughs> NC 17. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, speaking of Seth MacFarlane, The Orville Season 2 is also coming out this okay. Tuesday as well. I like that show. And Ultra 7, the complete series, is coming out. This is for Ultraman fans of the gotcha. classic TV show from the 50s, if there's still anybody left. But there you go. All right, let's move on to video games. All right. Nothing. No, not <laughs> nothing. There's a few games here on this list, so let's, uh, let's start no off. no one cares about. Uh, the, we've got Fishing Barrett Sea, the complete <laughs> edition by Estragon Entertainment. Really? For the PS4, Xbox, and Switch, and that is on Tuesday. Nothing like after a long, hard day coming home, virtual fishing. Just sitting there with my rod and my reel in front of my TV. Oh, I got myself a bite. Okay, what's next? Uh, AVIC2 Invocator by Wired Productions for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and that is Tuesday. All right. Then we have Terminator Resistance by Reef Entertainment for the PC, PS4. Yeah, yeah I'm playing my video game. And Xbox One on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And finally, let me make sure I, it's a final here because uh, it's a, yeah it's finally here. Last one on the list is Headliner Novi News by Unbound Creations for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that is on Wednesday. Oh, all right. So there you go, kids. Like Sean said, nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, really... it's slim pickings. I'll be honest. There's nothing really coming out till like next year. Like it's gonna be it's 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 slim pickings. Alright, so um I grabbed some news. Okay. Alright. Um <laughs> would you like me to start off with uh how the Independence Day Roland Emmerich emits resurgence shouldn't have been made. Sounds like a good start. Okay. For those people who don't know what Independence Day is, welcome to the 21st century. Welcome <laughs> to Earth. Um, but they made a sequel to Independence Day called a Resurgence. It's a movie that you and I watched here without Will Smith. And you could tell that Will Smith isn't it. Everybody I don't else think, is. I don't think Will Smith. <laughs> I don't think if Will Smith was in Resurgence, I don't think it would have been any better. I don't think so either. Um See, so let's see. It was three years ago. Independence Day Resurgence arrived in theaters. Um, it was two decades after the original movie. Right. So it was a critical bomb and box office disappointment. And Roland Emmerich, who directed both movies, admitted it was a mistake to go t- uh, to move the movie forward with Resurgence. He acknowledged during a recent interview that the main reason he decided to do Resurgence was because he wanted to quote make a movie exactly like the first. <laughs> But things became complicated when Will Smith, who played Captain Stephen Miller on in Independence Day's main character, dropped out of Resurgence in order to play Deadshot in Suicide Squad. That was a good choice. It was a better choice. I mean, that's that's it's a better choice. That's I don't all- know. Now 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 you go. You could have you could have done a Resurgence or Deadshot in Suicide Squad. 
I you still go with you know you st- I think you still go with Suicide Squad. I think it's a movie twenty years later. Maybe he he apparently was probably sort of interested in it. Maybe he was also not doing anything at the time, and you know it was before. You know, I I don't know. I kind of feel like do you do you go back and I think for some actors it's okay. Well, do I go back in the past and relive my younger days, or do I try to move forward as an actor and try something new? Will Smith really kind of is. Will Smith will always have a place in my heart because mm. you know West Philadelphia, born and raised. He's the hometown boy, right? Yeah. But I also think too like he's not really in the limelight as much. So I think at the time when Suicide the Opportunities to Suicide Squad come out, it gave him probably what he felt like was a nice boost in his career. It's like yeah. I get to be in a superhero movie, I get to you know be part of a team. So the movie's not on my on solely on my back, you know. And then with Suicide Squad, everyone's like, "Hey, it's Will Smith. We all miss Will Smith. Good because I'm doing Bad Boys Three. <laughs> okay like all right hey i'm gonna do gemini man all right sure why not you know i don't think that movie bombed too so okay will like <laughs> i'm gonna be in suicide squad three because i'm not in two <laughs> for whatever reason I, I don't know like i guess you kind of i think that maybe for him maybe it was a better paycheck yeah you know um let's see he's like uh here's a quote from roland I should have stopped making the movie because we had a much better script. After I had to, uh, really fast, cobble another script together, and I should have just said no because all of a sudden I was making something I criticized myself, um, something I criticized myself, a sequel. So, so Will Smith stayed on as Independence Day Resurgence. Maybe the original version of the sequel would have been done gangbusters in the box office. But that's not how things panned out. In retrospect, Roland Emmerich believes he should have just set Resurgence aside after that setback, rather than continue with a quickly assembled subpar, subpar script. Um, he also noted in his interview with Yahoo that he's not a fan of sequels in general. The man has an ex- extensive filmography that includes Stargate uh, and 1998's Godzilla, The Patriot and the White House, uh, The Patriot and White House Down, but Independence Day Resurgence marks the only time that he's hemmed the follow-up to one of his past movies, and the experience ultimately did not end well. Hmm. Uh, Independence Day Resurgent for feature a mix of characters original. Um, so let's see. Um, that's what you think, Ed. <laughs> I just, it was a terrible movie. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's always funny to hear after the fact, a lot of these like directors, the money winning quarterback and go, yeah, in retrospect, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, I like, I mean, I, I guess there's a point where you go, it's too late and you have to make it. Cause like probably like. Whoever whoever greenlit it, it's like you can't go back. You can't go. Yeah, we're just gonna we're not gonna do this. We spent on because it's like they don't like wasting money. You know, like in Hollywood, like they just right. You know, they'll do something with it. You know, and they, you know, even if they released it on video or something like that, which probably would have been a better idea. Uh, maybe, but uh, yeah, you know. And all I just kind of remember was uh, Judd Hirsch going, "My David, we've got to get to my <laughs> David." <laughs> my David, I got to get to my David. Oi, um. Let's see. Here's another quote because I actually saw this, this article was another article about it. Yeah. But here's a little bit more on some quotes that he did. So now uh, he's like, well, that was a little bit more complicated because they just wanted to make the movie exactly like the first. But in the middle of the production, Will Smith opted out because he wanted to do Suicide Squad. I should have stopped making the movie because we had a much better script. After that, I really had to cobble together another script. And I should have just said no. Uh, so that first part, it's basically not like well, they were all going, yeah. and Will was like, hey, you know what, never mind. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to do it. And said, they should have just kept the original script. 
You could have gotten to hire another actor to play Will Smith's character. Yeah. I mean, it works for James Bond movies. It works for the Batman movies. You know? It doesn't work for every movie, I tell you that. Because, like, like, the sequel to uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs, uh, uh, the girl who played... Uh, oh, um, Hannibal. The, jo- Julianne Moore playing Clarice Starling. Yeah, that was yeah. terrible. Yeah, you don't have the same chemistry. It would have been better if it was Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Um, Ed. Yeah. You and I have talked fondly about a show called Attack of the Show. Yes. Do you remember that show? Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I don't know where this is at because I, I grabbed this article way back in four weeks ago. All right? <laughs> way back in four weeks ago. Four weeks ago. It's called Attack of the Dock. It's a retrospective documentary about G4 and Attack of the Show. Uh, there is a new documentary in development called that, and it'll explore what really happened to G4 and the hit geek show Attack of the Show. Uh, Kickstarter was recently launched for the dock, and the main purpose is to answer the question, Whatever happened to G4 and Attack of the Show? Uh, um, personally, I've, I've enjoyed the show a lot, and I'm sure you have too. Um, it, is, it helped launch the careers of Olivia Munn and Kevin Pereira, right. uh, as other on-air talents. Attack, Attack of the Dock though, will explore the rise and fall of the hit show, and while examining its larger impact on the internet, TV, and pop culture landscapes. The documentary, who's directed by Chris Gore, by the way, who was a former on-air personality for Attack of the Show, will provide a peek behind the curtain of the show uh, the show off ex- the show off exclusive never before seen footage as well as brand new interviews with the cast crew and creators as they reminisce about their time on the show okay question okay I, okay I can say yes Kevin will probably be on it. do you think Olivia will be on it no okay I'm I don't think so either I think she's gotten too big for that maybe I'd be surprised I I've read her okay I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm going to backtrack. Okay. I read her biography. And she actually did a biography. Right. I, I was fascinated because I'm fascinated. I, a little bit of a crush on Olivia. You know, who? why not? Ger, nerd girl. Does some wacky shit on the show. Cute. Um, but I don't know. Like a part of me wants to say that the, the, the cynic in me wants me to go, yeah, she'll never be on. She's too big. But then there's a part of me that goes, well, you know what? It helped launch her career. It wouldn't. It be. It would be um, shallow. I think that if she doesn't at least acknowledge the show, or at least not have some interviews with it, or uh, I mean, not like, and that was the day I did this because you know, I remember her dislocating her shoulder. I remember, you know, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things. I remember when she jumped in the pie, and right. in a, you know, in her main you know, outfit. Kevin did, or you she know. did the because it was like they do a turn up bike week. There's a hot dog that's on a string, and right. then they grow up. And she did that. And I mean, that was yeah. probably the, the 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 show that they pretty much almost like you never would never see again because it was right. There was some very misogynistic, sexist comedy on the show, and that they were all part of. Like it's not you know, right. it's not today. It'd be a hashtag canceled. <laughs> right. You know, um, I don't know. Part of me wants to be hopeful and be like, yeah, okay. It's really, if you really think about it, it's it's a day shooting, really, for her. She sits sure. down and, and talks <clears throat> maybe, maybe for like, two hours, three hours. With Chris hours. Gore, who she knows because he used to do the DVD section on the show. <clears throat> you know, so why not? Like, she sits down with an old friend he hasn't, she hasn't seen in a while because Chris Gore has done some documentary footage stuff outside after Attack of the Show. Oh, it looks like he's got... I, I got a little thing I wanted to add, but but I want you to finish first before I... I oh, no, I jump think. right in there because I'm just stretching for time. Because you know me, I'm I'm 
I always like to look for things and stuff. Like right. I remember, you know, stuff like finally and all. And YouTube's like my been like my number one right. viewing choice. Like out of all the things I pay for, uh-huh. I, I I do a free service. <laughs> <so> I don't <laughs> watch most of my content now anymore. And one thing came up. Can I remember prayers? And anything, like I wasn't looking for it, and I it just came up one day because I I think I was looking for something, and right. it, it came up because it was related. He has a podcast, a vlog. Really? Cast. Yes. Oh, it's called, yeah, it's called Pointless Podcast. Okay. And he he's basically had every major celebrity, not celebrity, but host from G4's lineup right. to talk about what happened. Right. Not only just like what happened with Attack of the Show and, and G4 in general, but what the whole thing was because there was a there was another uh, station that got absorbed. Right. From from there, that you know, it was from San Diego. That's where X Play was from, and okay. I just can't think of the name of the station right now. But like they like they had like a living not living month. They had uh, um, oh fuck, you know, uh, <laughs> I can't think of people's names oh, off the top I, of my head. Uh, Adam Sessler, Adam Sessler, Morgan Man, Webb, Morgan Webb. Yeah, you know they they the uh, uh, <clears throat> the the girl that replaced Chris Hardwick, card yeah. Olivia Munn, uh, not, not Olivia Munn's replacement. I can think of uh, Allison Hayslip. Yeah, Jersey Girl represent. Yeah, you know, and other others, and you know, and yeah. they they sit for like an over an hour, and they sit like in a, in a studio like we're doing, like yeah. back and forth. There's a couple cameramen and all. He has got a full projection crew that right. He sits there, and that's that's what they do, and they okay, and they they do the show, and they they talk to what happened, how it started, you know, the getting right. their take of what 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 they on. saw from their from their perspective. Right. Gotcha. You know, because there was a lot of things because the tag of the show started out. They called screensavers, right? Okay. I don't know if you remember that or not. No, not at like, all. I remember screensavers. Uh, I remember back in the day when it was called screensavers, because that's when I first started watching it. And literally, like it was like two weeks in after screensavers was on, I was watching it that it was Attack of the Show. Like, like all, all of a sudden, like Kevin Pereira at the time when he started was like a copy boy. Like he was, right. the, he was the gopher. Like right. he would like get your coffee. And- I, yeah, and now look where he's at. Cause I just saw him at my conference as the Nintendo host. I, I, I have a recall. I got you. I brought you home a face of Kevin yes, Pereira. It that's was right. <clears throat> every time I, when I see him, I'm like, yeah, that's my boy. I tag the show. Like, I don't know how many people know that probably now, but I mean, there were some newbies who didn't know who Kevin was, but I was one of those people like, I, I know who you are. Yeah. Like, it's like, there goes a legend. <laughs> and, I, and it's it's just it was it was like I got I found out rabbit hole and I was like watching episode after episode. Right. It was really interesting because everybody had a slightly different take of it. Like sure. Sessler and Webb when they were talking about I'll have to look at that. Oh, their boy. co-hosts on the on X Play, right? And they were they talked about the show and it was just it was fascinating to listen how differently their stories were. You huh. know, in a way, you know, I'll have to check that and, out. And it's and a vlog. Yeah, it's a vlog. It's on YouTube. Like I said, right. you can, you know, like I, I have it on my Roku, so it's like, you know, watching on my screen there. Right. And it's it but it's just a, it's just fun to see those people again because I miss I miss G four. I, I would too. spend hours watching G four. Their coverage of E three, their coverage of Comic Con was some of the best T V I've ever watched. I bought a movie based off of something um they they recommended. Which one? Well, two movies. I got uh uh it was um <laughs> it was it was it was it was it was the king of kong a fistful of quarters it was a documentary okay. about oh right okay you know, donkey kong guy yeah. yes and so so that was that one and then there was one that at the time they were so excited because they got mark hamill and in an interview right? oh okay at, <laughs> right it was like a nerd nerd vana like i was yeah. like oh my god we have nerd royalty here today 
And they he was promoting a movie. Right. It was called Sushi Girl. I remember that movie. I found it. Right. I okay. found a copy real cheap. I got it for uh-huh. like like I think like a buck. Sure. Like at the at a dollar right. store. You know. And I was like, you know, one day I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if I can con you into watching it. With sure. It, you know, because I got a, I got a bunch of movies out there because I got the sequel to uh, well, I'll talk, I'll tell you later about that. Okay. <laughs> but there's there's a, there's a few movies that that I've been collecting. All right. There's time to go on since we haven't seen each other. But anyway, but like I bought it because I like just because I like I did like if, if I saw that title I would not tell you right. like you know I would just kept walking on kept right. walking on but I like I remember it and then I saw in the back that it had Mark, well it actually was on the top Mark Hamill's names on right. it and I'm like this is the movie that they were talking about at G4 right. during one of the one of the comic cons you know yeah. in California so I'm like I bought it it was like a dollar the dollar there you go you know you know I'm like I got it but that's the thing like like I would spend hours like I remember uh, uh, there was cheats. Did would you uh-huh. go the cheat codes and the secret yeah. places where video games were like you know? And I mean, it was it was um, it was gaming Nirvana. What Nirvana really was? It was geek chic, and it was right before. Like it's a shame. It pisses me off sometimes because the way the Marvel movies are now, Attack of the Show and that whole channel was just ahead of its time. Because it disappeared right before the insurgence of superhero movies. Right. So, like, you know, sure as shit, there would be Attack of the Show Marvel edition or DC edition. Like, that. It's, it's a shame because I feel like that if that show could have hung on, it would have been so popular now. Right. Even more so than it was back then. Because even then, when they were getting rid of this the channel, everyone was like, what, why? Like, it just seemed so... Well, it was, it was it was the fact that like when they were when they were designing this whole system, that was the thing. Like watching this these 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 interviews, it was the the, the way it was treated through time because most of those guys are video game industry experts, right? And that was the thing. Like when they got their time on screen, it was like they were talking about games, and it was just like, well, games are okay, but they're not making the market, you know, right. that type of thing. And GameStop at the point was was a big, huge, right. like supporter of G four sure. because they were, you know, basically able to help peddle their games, you know, kind yeah. of thing. If they have people like showing reviews and interviews and stuff like that, so it was good that way. But th- th- through time, it was like, well, there's other geek things, and that like to fill a 24 hour space right. was was seven right. days a week was tough. Now it's probably easier. It right. would have been easier today. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Chris Gore is the director, who's also been on the show. He said um, the reason why he's directing is he's I go to a lot of comic cons, and it's the question I get asked all the time. I didn't realize Attack of the Show meant so much to so many people. Fans really want to know what happened to it, and I feel like it isn't an an accident that they miss it more now than ever. I think it's about time we answer some questions about where the show went. This documentary will help with that. I appeared weekly on Attack of the Show where I did the DV, DV Doosday segment. Um, while I was a part of a team, I was also a fan of the show. I watched every episode and enjoyed it as much as you did. Frankly, I want answers too. After all of these years, I didn't realize anyone even talked about Attack of the Show anymore. But, but this documentary is definitely going to start those conversations back up again. So did you? Um, I'm clicking here to see what the uh, the Kingstar campaign is. No, I I, um, I I saw the article weeks ago and I was excited because I was like I, I want to get the documentary because I, I really I want to know the answers as well. Okay, so as of last updated um, November 11th, by the way, um, there's 1,114 backers pledged eighty five thousand one hundred and sixty eight dollars to help bring this project to life. Um, 
So it goes to like, you know, what it is. Oh, look at there's there they are. Look how young they look right yeah. there. You know, um, let's see. Bah, bah, bah. Why did NDA attack the show end? It was canceled. Let's make a movie together. Bah, bah, bah. Let's see. Is there any the budget total budget? Um, the the clip clearance, music clearance, travel and post production, legal promotion equipment will be about one hundred and fifty grand if everything is done by the book. Certainly, the more we have to work with, the better the movie. Move, move, more interviews will be able to. So here's the breakdown of the budget. Uh, would you like another breakdown of the budget? Ed? Yeah, fifty percent of the production, production staff, staff, Oof. camera, grip, sound equipment, set design. Five percent is distribution. Fifteen percent is Kickstarter. Thirty percent is post production, which is the editing, coloring, sound design, and original score. There's stretch goals. Uh, Twenty five grand shooting begins unlocked. Fifty grand travel for interviews and Blu-ray release unlocked. Comic Con and festival tour unlocked. And then the ones that uh, huh, interesting. If they get to one hundred thousand dollars, it'll be bonus materials and extras. Okay. And if they get to one hundred fifty thousand dollars, they'll get to footage released. Make your own version of the documentary. That's interesting. Oh, all right. So, um, that's it, guys. Fine. What is it? Kickstarter? It's Kickstarter. It is, um, if you're interested, for those old folk like us, or if you just want to see a a really phenomenal show, just look up clips and then make your own decision. It's Kickstarter, and it's called Attack of the Show, G, uh, Attack of the Show, and G4 Documentary. Um, It's called Attack of the Doc. It's created by Chris Gore, C H R I S G O R E. Um, You probably can find it. You know, there's updates. Um, let's see. Last update. Uh, 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 thank you all. Now reach. Now help reach. Okay, so apparently we're in the end game now. <laughs> Campaign ends Tuesday, November twelfth at midnight. Okay, so it's over. It's over. All right, because right, I, you know, I was like, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to try and promote it next week, you know, but. <laughs> I guess never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. All right. You know, they might open it up again. Who knows? Um, but anyway, that's it. I definitely want to see. Oh, just a dollar would have got your name in the cre- end credits. Oh. Yeah, no. If I know, I would have known that. I would have given my dollar just yeah. to get my name. I'm a part of history. Oh. <laughs> I would put five dollars in for to put Geekster's name in. There the, you uh, go. All right. So, um, Ed, I don't know if you know it or not, but the uh, there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Yeah. It's called Afterlife, I heard. Yeah. Um, this is an old article, but Dan Aykroyd confirms the original cast are returning. Yes. I'm uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, okay, here's here's what I'm, I'm more of a feel good. Yeah, well, I, I do want to I do want to talk uh, about that just a little bit. Okay. Because okay? I'm, uh, I'm not going to name names. I'm I, you know I'll I'll tell you the names later. <laughs> names will be for you know. You might you might know the name. I don't know, but you 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 know I'll 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 say it. I'll talk about it, and then maybe if you if you follow Facebook, maybe okay. you know. And I'm like, all right. But somebody stated on Facebook. I don't know why people are excited about Ghostbusters three because Ghostbusters two stunk. It was horrible, and. Yes, I'm, it I'm, did. It did, and I'm not, not. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I'm, that that is not my that my thing. And it, he, the person that posted this got a lot of people like up in arms about it. He was, <laughs> he was really surprised by it. Okay, so I I told him. I mean, when you're sometimes when you're an idiot, sometimes it comes back in you. <laughs> but I told him, I'm like, I'm like, it's like it's like making taking another shot at, at, at greatness. Like like how many times you just like. There was, a, there was a trilogy, and the first one was good. The uh-huh. second one stuck, and the third one yeah. was good. Like yeah. again, like type of thing, and that's kind of like where everybody's at. Like, like it's just like, oh, they're gonna make another try at this. This could be good. Right. And then, of course, 
based off of Ghostbusters, there was the female version of Ghostbusters. Right. We talked about that. Yeah. Like, you know, oof, like, you know, a, like then, and it was a terrible movie, not because it was all females, because it was, it was just, just a bad movie. It was just a bad movie, right. period. It could have been guys, it could have been the same It one. could have been Ghostbusters 3, and I would have still said, hey, it's a bad movie. Right. <laughs> you know? So, to me, it was like, 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 it's one of those type of things where it's like, like nerds will get excited every time a new movie's announced about an old sure. property. Sure. That you go, hey, you know, it's going to be another shot at this, you know, it could be good. Because there was also another movie they were talking about, too, was another, people thinking that there might be another Tron movie in the, in the, <laughs> in the pipeline. You, you keep, keep, keep hoping. Eh? Maybe and and I, I, that's my hope. Right. The more you but, talk about it, the more you put it out in the air, the more likely it'll happen. And I'm, 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 I'm going to shoot it down right now. It's never going to happen. Oh, you'll, eh. you'll never see it again. <laughs> they're, 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 because they're building a Tron cycle ride in Disney World. Sure. So all the more reason to promote a movie behind that and, ride. And everybody, because of that, that's why they think a third movie's coming. I and mean, I'm like, what if it was a Disney Plus exclusive? <laughs> like now Disney has its own revenue stream so that maybe that a lot of movies that they would not to well, normally I mean, take the risk to put in theaters. All right, well then then I'm going to put this out there. There's a Tron TV series. It's on Disney right, Plus. Right, it is. Yes. So if you if you can get Disney Plus and eventually, everybody will get Disney Plus. <laughs> Watch Tron Uprising. Let's 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 do this. Let's hey, let's. Congratulations, your new baby. As a, as a gift, here's a complimentary one. You're Disney Plus. Right. <laughs> like let's 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 everybody watch it. Let's let's see if if because like Netflix goes based off of viewership. Mm-hmm. Other streaming services, that's what they do. They they base their what what money can we bring in sure. based off of what people are watching? Uh-huh. Can we get more of that kind of content because right. we know it's going to work? So let's do that. Let's. Let's throw that out there. Let's throw the gauntlet down. Let's challenge yeah, people. Man, pushing, uh, pushing all our fans like, hey, everybody, let's get together and watch Tron cartoons. And that way, maybe they'll do because, better. Because when it, was on, when it was on the Disney Channel, nobody saw it. Right. Because you know why? Because it was in the middle of the night. It was, it was at a, 1 a.m. in the right. morning. Like, I was DVRing I, it just to watch it. I, or I'd watch it at, like, 1 a.m., half asleep. I think Disney's more in the lines of like, what else? What do we got? What do we have IP that we can make all the money off of because we don't have to share with anybody? Someone's going to go try and they're like, well, it didn't, you know, the last one, how did it do in the theaters? We don't have to worry about that anymore. We have the Disney app. They made a profit. You know? All right. So then I don't see someone, someone at Disney's going to be like, yeah, you know what? Let's get that sequel rolling. Why not? We got the technology. You know? Yeah. You know, why not? We, can, we own James Cameron now you know, for the. We got for everybody. technology for the you know to really boosted up the colors and all. We, we know how to we know how to manipulate time. We now have gotten better at making people look younger. Maybe we can get Jeff Bridges in it one more time. You know, we got all this all this technology available to us. I think we could do it. In fact, we're gonna go. We at this point have gotten every single Avengers person computer animated because of special effects. We don't even need their permission. We're gonna have Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson. I'm girl. sure. I'm we'll sure. have Tom Holland just do their own voices. They'll be in a booth, voice over, and we're gonna make all their characters computer are you, animated. Are you kidding me? They probably <laughs> had an ironclad uh, contract that they signed that they could do that, right? You know, in the future. Like, hey, by to... the way, your likeness we now own, and we are gonna scan your completely body, and we're gonna now put you in Bambi. Four, and you're gonna be just uh, you're gonna be the hunter, and you don't just 
you can, we'll pay you to do the voice, and we'll pay you to have your body. But no, I'm sure, I'm sure they've got a database now where sure. they can manipulate voicing, you know, and all that kind of stuff because they have like all their mm-hmm. their dialogue in, a, in, a, in an audio database Ke- bank somewhere. Remember the movie Hollow Man with yeah. Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon basically said that they had to scan every part of his body for that role. He's like, I don't even do any more acting. He's like, they got me. They can make me do anything now. <laughs> He's like, I am legitimately a digital character. They, I'm like, yeah, crank. I would gladly go in. I would gladly go in. Let me work out for like a little while. Get me all ripped and buff. Scan my body, <laughs> and then from now on, just pay me every time you need to use me. Just throw me a little something, something. Hey, Sean, we changed your face, but we're using your body. So here's here's like a hundred thousand bucks. Just to you know, here's twenty grand. We're using you. Yeah. All right. Fine. Now I'm like, oh, I'm, now I'm, I'm bro Hulk, bro Thor again. Like, oh yeah, how you doing? What's up? You know what? Oh, I'm in a new movie. Didn't know it. Wow, I look good. <laughs> yep, that's all that good hard work. <laughs> it's hard living. Just Sean, you're doing a circuit, but this movie's coming out next week. How'd you get in shape? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that is a special effect. <laughs> <laughs> I all those running scenes. Pff, you know, you know how acting. When I was out of breath after those running scenes, I was out, out of breath because I had to go walk into the studio to do the ADR. <laughs> That's really me going. I can't believe you made me chase you. When all I had to do was just walk into a room. Everything else is computer animated. <laughs> Didn't have to lift a finger. All those beads of sweat, computers. <laughs> That you know, the time when I'm actually on screen chewing and talking, I was actually really doing that because I was having lunch at the time and I was just being like, "Yeah, stop! I'll shoot." Quick, let me go after you. Cut. All right, I'm breaking for lunch. <laughs> and you just see the animated guy. The animator is just typing away, click, 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 making me look good. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Here's I'm my sure love good. scene. Yeah. I want to be fair for that. No, you can't be, Sean. You're all computer animated. Shit. <laughs> I guess you got to take the good with the bad, I guess. Just make my pee-pee look good. <laughs> <laughs> Unzip your head. Shling. A little gleam coming up at the bottom of the screen. That's my penis. Cling. <laughs> computer animated. <laughs> what about you, Ed? What? I mean, would you get computer animated? Sure. I mean, you know, I mean... I mean, technically, they already scanned. Disney already has your body on scan. Yeah. Because you did that whole frozen and carbonite thing when you were in Disney. Yeah. So they had to scan you, at least your face, from head to... From forehead to chin. So, but, and it's basically down to my like, right. shoulders, so yeah. Technically, you can be a talking head in, like, the... What do you call it? The Haunted Mansion. Yeah. You could. You uh-huh. could. Yeah. It could be... If you drive by, going, hey, where's my check? Hey, why does that guy look so much like me? <laughs> Shit. This is like, yeah, we owned you. Sorry. <laughs> you know, do I get money? No. You signed that. You, when you signed that thing, you didn't read the fine print, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> that we own your likeness. In fact, you being in a park, you're gonna get recognized. You now owe us money. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 
That's, you know, I mean, they take they take they take constant pictures of you. So I'm sure like they pretty much sure. scan you now. You know, you don't even know it. You could be walking There's through the bar, a, a holographic holographic version of you sitting in a bar somewhere, being all surly. Like <laughs> I don't remember doing any of that. You walk in, you see yourself, you go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Freaky and people doing double takes. Like, oh my god, you are now in the hall of presidents. <laughs> <laughs> They need an they need an animatronic person. We got that guy. He's got a animatronic face. Let's put his face on something. <laughs> <laughs> there you are being chased by like a goat around a pillar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just now I'm falling down a rabbit hole of just you know what we could do with our scanned bodies. Yay! Yeah. Anything else you like to add? In? No, no, that's good. All right. Um, here's one. This is more for me. Um, this was also three weeks ago. Mom on a plane demands a man turn off Game of Thrones because her son could see his screen. <laughs> uh, after there's a lot of social rules, the story is, is tackles the classic plane conundrum. How many times have you been on a plane or a train and began watching a TV show only to die a little bit inside as you look around uh, when there's a sex scene or crazy violence happening on scene? Um, happens to the best of us, right. but it's fine. It's all in your head. No one really cares what you're watching. Well, almost no one, Ed. Uh, this guy decided to finally sit down and start watching Game of Thrones on this flight. He didn't expect to get yelled at and called names. So that's exactly what happened. Apparently, he explains that he was on a long flight in an aisle seat. He inexplicably hasn't seen any Game of Thrones yet. So he sets up his tablet in his seat and starts watching it. If you recall, the very first episode of the show... Bran sees Jamie and Cersei having sex, so they push him out the window of the tower. Right? Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> so <clears throat> imagine it was this when happened that a woman, two rows behind him, tapped him on the shoulder and told him that he needed to turn it off immediately. Confused, he asked why. She said that her young son could see the show playing on his tablet and that it's not suitable for kids for all the sex and violence. He agreed that it's not for kids. But he did not agree to turn it off. <laughs> she then basically told him that I am an asshole for not considering other people around me, as this person wrote. And he wanted to know if she was right. So he took it to Reddit. After a few edits, he clarified that he was wearing headphones the whole time. And he was flying to, from Europe to the United States. He's not sure exactly what seat is, is the kid was in. And it seemed, to be, it seemed like he and his mom switched seats frequently. Uh, first of all, she was two rows behind him. So that's kind of far for watching a tablet thing. She could have been able that's, to. No, that's 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 possible. Okay, okay. Because I've I've done that lots of times. All because right. it's like sometimes like if I forget my headphones or something oh, like that okay. on a trip, and and like like somebody's tablet, I'll be watching now. Of course, there's no audio because right. they're, they're having. But you're that. watching the screen. So I'm watching the screen because it's like, ooh, especially I, if it's something you remember right. watching, you can go, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's like oh, Pirates is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I like that one. If I watch it, like between two seats, and it's like th- two rows ahead of me, and I'm like, but I could still see it because I'm like, and I'm bored as hell. So it's, yeah, so. Makes sense. Okay, so um, in your um, okay, so with the conundrum right there, what do you? How would you handle it? It's his right. I mean, if 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 he if if he was on a flight and he was watching it and his headphones were on, so there's no like moaning or groaning, right, right, right. Like he you can watch what he wants. Like like why should he censor because there's a kid, right? Two rows back, like her mother should be not letting him like stare at a screen, basically. Or give him an give him something to right. preoccupy he needs, right. his time. Okay, all right. 
I kind of agree. I, I mean, I try to. I mean, granted, though, I mean, I would be. I, I would be a little weirded out if I'm watching something because I know there's like a lot of videos on YouTube or whatever or, or Facebook and stuff where somebody forgets to plug in their headphone jack right, right. and they have their headsets on but they can hear it and it's porn they're watching right, on a right. train or something like that or sometimes they're like trying to hide the screen but the reflection of the right. glass and the you know right. the train you could see what he's watching you know I always felt like here's my my play on it is when I'm on a plane. And I'm going to do something like that. I always try to make sure that it's PG-13 or under. Right. Um, I I mean, or maybe I'll or I'll watch a movie. Like, there's not a lot of sex in movies nowadays. You know, or at least not in movies I've been watching recently. Yeah. Um, but last time I was on a plane, it was about a two-and-a-half-hour flight. I watched uh, the, what do you call it? The first of uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. I remember because I was like, you know what? It's something that's, quote-unquote, family-friendly. That anybody, because I know if I'm watching something, I'm aware that my screen is going to be watched by other people. While I have my headphones on, there's a guy behind me who can lean over and watch the entire movie, just right. like you or I would do, right. because it's something to watch. Be like, oh, look, free entertainment. Oh, right. I remember that scene. And I've seen the movie enough times to actually know what's going on without having to actually hear what's going on. Right. You know, I can tell by facial expressions and by action. Like, that's all you... You can remember dialogue right. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and if it's a movie I've never seen, all right, I'll watch it and I'll kind of, like, be like, oh, okay. Well, so like, what the visuals look like? Is it, like, right. something I would, like, go back and go watch? Right, like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, I remember watching... I, like, I saw that movie on the plane. I don't remember... I didn't hear anything, but you know what? I know those actors. I know what they sound like. But if I'm interested in what I saw... Maybe I'll come home and I'll rent the movie. Or I'll right. be like, hey, you know what? I saw Aladdin on the plane. I didn't watch, watch. But you know what? It looked good. I'm going to buy it now. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> it's a preview. Yeah. Uh, I uh, <clears throat> like. I do think that as a person, if you're going to do something like that in public, I do think that you need to be at least um, aware that there's a possibility of someone, you're, you're going to watch something that someone does not want to want find appropriate. Right. I do think Game of Thrones is something that's a little pushing the envelope because to me it's like, I get it. You've never seen the show. You're going to watch the show. Now is the first time. But if if you know anybody who watches the show, because clearly, but like, Ed, you've never seen Game of Thrones. Right. Okay. As your friend, I would say, Ed, it's a really great show. It's got a lot of violence. It's got a lot of nudity. It's got a lot of sex. So you kind of already know what you're expecting when you go into it. So I think that him sitting down and you know airplane and be like I'm going to watch Game of Thrones, knowing that all that stuff's in it, is a little selfish because you might offend somebody else. Now, right. I granted, I do believe that you're watching it on your screen. You're it's you know you've got your headphones on, so any kind of cursing and stuff like that, you know, it's 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 not being blasted. Right. So that might not offend any anybody, but the images that are on screen might be somewhat offensive or shocking to other people who have not seen it, especially if like you know two rows back. There was like a ten-year-old or like a five-year-old who's like scooching around, looking, and you know, about to see his first set of tits. Like you know, right. it's kind of. And as a parent, you kind of go, "Oh, look!" Like you, I would try to keep my kid preoccupied, but if I couldn't, I would have to go to look. My kid's back there. I wouldn't call this guy an asshole. And if he said no, I'd be like, "Dude, you're being a jerk." But all right, I thought I'd ask. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, go back to my seat. I wouldn't be like. But I mean, if if I was on the receiving end, like I said, if I was on the receiving end, I would never watch. You know. Game of Thrones in the first place because I know that it's a sensitive thing. 
Well, that's but that's the thing. Like, 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 at what point? Like, because that's the thing. Like, like, yeah, you granted like, Game of Thrones is too far. Like, right. like I agree with you in that. I mean, like, I'm not watching Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's yours. You seen everybody? Come around. <laughs> hey, hey, entertainment's on me tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, 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 it does push the envelope, you know, in sure. a, in, a, in a viewing because you're not viewing it in your house, right? But to me, it's like, at what point? Like, because like you could watch like. Uh, <clears throat> um, Princess of the Frog, and people go, "I'm offended by that movie." Right, and you go, "Really? Why?" You Bestiality. Know? Yeah, you know, the girl has to kiss a frog. Something like that, like <laughs> something ridiculous. And you go, "Where? Where's the? Where does it end?" Right, you know, it's- like type of thing. And you, and you, you know, and you go, "Well, this is this is kind of stupid." So I'm like, I'm like, that's granted, why I read. <laughs> <laughs> granted, like that's why I listen to music most of the time. I'm flying, but like, like I think, like, yeah, try and find more appropriate things to watch right. while you're flying. But he had that right, like sure, he totally he, has that right to he, watch. What he as long as as long as the, there was no sound, right. To me, that's fine. Like yeah. you know, you, you got to be a parent, parent, and right. parent your kid and not watch it the I, screen. I, I agree. You know, but like, the thing, granted though, that guy should have not watched, right? It. But like I was saying though, it was his right. But he, yeah, calling him an asshole is way out of line. Like if if I went, excuse me, sir. My child's, you know, trying to watch the screen. I'm doing my best, but it's not. Is there any chance you could like yeah, watch can you something? Yeah, tone out? it down a little bit, sir. You know, and if he says no, then I, okay, I try. And then they, like walk back to my seat and go, you know, smack the kid in the face and go, don't look at that screen. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, like, mind your business. Because <laughs> what do you do? I mean, like, I mean, like, of course, I'm never a parent, so I'm the worst example. You know, because <laughs> they'd be like, hey, hey Sonny, come here. <laughs> Let me shit. You want to see your first set of boobs? Come over here. See those two? The brother and sister. <laughs> I don't want you to see touching your sister that way, but I'm saying if they did it back in the old days. <laughs> that's they did that. But that's like, like, cause it's like, yeah, like, like how do you censor somebody from doing something that they paid for? Uh-huh. You know, be, just because you're around them. Like, like it, it, it doesn't make sense because then it's like, then it's your turn. You know, like, like I'm watching something and it might be inappropriate. Right. And, you know, and it's just like, I don't think it's appropriate because of some reason, but it is like, imagine like animated na- nudity, you know, it's like, is that is that just as bad? You know, right? Some people say yes, and some people say no. So that's another like controversy. But like, it's like I could watch something like that, and then it's like, what's well, animated? It's not real, you know. And then you go, you know, or like I could watch Who Raged Roger Rabbit. I mean, there's a lot right. of right. There's a lot of stuff going on in there. That stuff there is kind of like you know risky adult stuff, you know. And you go, it's a kids movie. And I'm like, really, really? really? Uh, I think Disney pushed the envelope for that one. I mean. <laughs> You know, like that. I don't know. She ain't bad. She's just drawn that way. I get it, but boy, is she drawn well. <laughs> but that's like that's that's the that's the kind of thing you go. You go. At what point does that become a problem? And it's just right. like, do you watch no entertainment at all on a flight? And it's just like I have to say, when I went to Japan, that's what got me through those flights. Like right. I don't think I could survive without. Like I watched like four or five movies. Right. Like I I get tired after two. Right. Like I think. But there was nothing to do on a plane right. for 17 hours. Yeah. You go, thank God they gave you free movies to watch. I want to watch movies. I'm going to fall asleep watching them. Right. You know? Yeah, I got you. Uh, Ed. Yeah. Remember a movie called John Carter? <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, Tyler Kitsch. Kitsch. The, the guy who played John Carter. <laughs> he, um, recall it. This is a few weeks ago as well. But uh, um, apparently, John, for those people who don't know, John Carter it was a 2012 sci-fi epic. It was a costly endeavor and ended up being one of the studio's biggest bombs. 
on uh, the ensuing headlines called Taylor Kish star rising in the question, rising star in the question. But now the dust has settled. The actor has realized that thanks to Netflix, John Carter is finding a new audience that's willing to give it a chance. <laughs> he's, um, he's tried, um, a bit of everything as an actor from critically acclaimed TV dramas to movies that have been almost universally panned. He sat down with the Hollywood reporter a few weeks back and it, for an introspective conversation about his career's high and lows. There we go figure. <laughs> when asked about John Carter, he told the magazine he made it clear that he doesn't regret making the film and shared that he thinks the movie is resonating with people despite the initial backlash. Here's a quote. I think it's got another life when it went on Netflix not long ago. Maybe a year or something, but yes, um, to be blunt. So people stop me all the time for that, especially in Europe. It had a little mini resurgence. Maybe at the time it was more of a knee-jerk reaction of, let's see how we can bury this and anyone that's part of it. Um, he also, his perspective on the movie also and his career uh, and his other career, career mishaps, refreshing. He spoke um, to the hard fact that it's easy to forget that sometimes we focus more on the narrative about a movie than we do on the movie itself. He went to tell uh, the Hollywood Reporter that he has nothing but love for his experience for John Carter. Um, quote, over the time, I, I think you take a breath and understand that it is what it is. I guess people who watch it now for the first time can take a lot more away from it than people did at first. It's always flattering, and I learned a ton. I learned a ton on that movie. Honestly, I don't see it as a failure. I have great memories from it, and I still talk to a bunch of the cast. That's what it is. It is what it is, right? Um, after that, he became a breakout star on Friday Night Lights, just to let you know, because a lot of people don't know what happened to that guy, right? <laughs> what happened to that guy? <laughs> he became a breakout star on Friday Night, Friday Night Lights, um, and it seemed that Hollywood's positioning Teller to be the next A-list action hero. But after the one-two punch of Battleship and John Carter, he shifted gears and began to focus on character-driven products like Lone Survivor, Waco, and his latest film, 21 Bridges, by the way. Mm. And despite the renewed interest in his sci-fi warrior past, he seems to be focused on the future. He's ruled out a Friday Night Lights reunion, so it's safe to say he probably wouldn't want to be a part of the John Carter reboot either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that movie. I know he panned it, and he got like, damn. <laughs> well, um, I do want to say, because every time that movie comes up, I do, you know, because people don't really listen to every episode we, we, we've done, but we've made fun of John Carter. Oh, boy, did we Relentlessly. Ever. For for a year, I think, and one day we decided. Like I think I bought it. We both bought it or something like that. I bought it, and right. and and we watched it. Just you know, because we were like, oh, we make fun of this thing. We might as well see it. You know, like, right? You know, and boy, were we wrong? I mean, yeah, you know, I watched it. And I was like, wow, it's actually really good. You know, and I, the thing is, is I've talked to people about this movie, uh -huh. and people want a sequel. Mm. You know, it's which is weird to me. I kind of want one too. Like it left off for definitely like a series of. The movie was so good that it made me want to download the books because the books are a hundred year old property. So it's you can get it if you have like an, an, an e reader of any sort. Mm. It's if you look hard enough, you can find all seven volumes for free. Yeah, because I have all seven books for free on my nook, and I'm like, one day I'll read them. Like it, but it made me at least to go dip my toe in the John Carter of Mars series a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I mean, people read the read the pulp novels uh, of it and they like it. They enjoyed it a lot, and they. They, that's the same. They're, they're after reading it after this movie came out, they were kind of want to go. I, I want to see more. You yeah, know? and it's like, it's amazing to me because I'm like, I'm like, I, I enjoyed it, and I, it's come. It actually has become a cult classic. A lot of people yeah. like that. I 
don't didn't realize that watched it like you know like because it's a sci-fi kind of right it's one of those like deep sci-fi movies you yeah you you people like sci-fi and you're like oh star wars star trek or you yeah. know like the big ones and you go well about this movie or that you know, like the deeper ones that are harder to watch the deep cuts you're right <laughs> and, you know and john carter's kind of like in that realm in a way that they, they watch it and they go, yeah, it was really good. Like, I don't know why it bombed. Like, they, nobody understands. I, and, yeah, I remember it's just it's the, it was the marketing campaign. Yeah. Just it was so, so weird. Yeah, they didn't tell you anything. I think they would have been more forthcoming with like what it was about. Maybe I just where I think that the studio, I think Disney didn't have enough faith behind it. Like you know, how there's always like if someone makes a movie and there's always someone they have to answer to. Yeah, there's a guy in a suit or a woman in a suit. I'm not gonna be discriminatory. Um, someone in a suit is basically saying. I don't think that movie's going to play. Let's put it on a shelf. Or I don't think that's going to work. We how come the person can't how come your hero has to do this? Can't they do this instead? Right. That tracks better than this. But it's not my vision. Well, it doesn't matter. We're 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 the one distributing it or we're the one giving you the money for it and we want some changes. Mm. We don't want the person to have a dog. We want that person to have a cat. But the dog saves him in the end. Why can't the cat save him? Because a cat can't pull him out of a pool while after he's drowning. Like <laughs> that's just well, can he big a big cat? Does he have to drown at all? <sighs> yeah. Like you know, like if we want this based on a book and the guy or character almost drowns in a pool, but his dog saves him because it's about the relationship between a dog, a man and a dog. Now you want me to take the one major factor out of it and put a cat in? Why? Well, because people like cats more. Cat videos are all the rage on the internet. You know, it's like we did some marketing. Well, yeah, we, we did started. marketing. It just doesn't trend well. <laughs> like, oh, fine, 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 fine. Yeah, and then you make the movie bombs, and you're like, oh, well, it's not my fault. You know, well, yeah, we didn't believe in that movie. Sorry, we made all these changes. Maybe that's re- maybe that's part. Maybe the first twenty minutes of the movie, the guy actually has a dog, and the next thing you know, the dog's gone, and there's a cat there in place, <laughs> and. As God is my witness, the cat pulled the guy out of the pool. <laughs> I don't. I just. I'm done. <laughs> uh, that's the thing too, because a lot of the cast came from uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yes, and I think that kind of hurt it in a way. Uh, maybe you a little know, bit, you know, because it's like you know, because I mean, let's be honest. That was not a good movie either. I mean, yeah, Wolverine Origins wasn't the greatest either. I mean, um, I enjoyed it. I, but, but, I, but I enjoy Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I, everything else, I mean, Teller was Gambit. All right, fine. And he kind of fought Gambit for a little bit. But then you had Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. And everyone was really excited for that. And by the end, you were like, fuck. The one redeeming quality was the woman who was his Wolverine's girlfriend at the beginning right. of the movie. Because she winds up being the princess, and she's gorgeous, so you can see her half dressed anyway as her princess outfit, yeah. and still kicking ass. It's very like imagine if you could watch Sle- Leia in her slave uniform fight with guns and swords for like two and a half hours. Right? You know, you'd be like, I'm in. It's kind of what it was like. <laughs> it was great, and like I said, it made me want to read the books, and it made me. I know there was a comic book series, or yeah. like they translated into a comic. I'm like, all right. Uh, I, every once in a while, I'll look through my collection. And I'll be like, I kind of want to watch John Carter. Like, because I remember it being a kind of a fun movie. You yeah. Know? But a part of me is like, yeah, I got better things to do because I think it's long too. I think it's like two hours. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> two hours is long? I, not anymore. You know, but sometimes when you're kind of half interested in a movie, and you're like, okay, well, finding a movie to watch by myself 
is harder than it, sometimes I think it is. Because I'd be like, I'm going to watch this movie. And Stacey's like, why do you want to watch that movie? Because I want to watch it. Or I always find myself watching stuff that she, that we want to watch together. Or that I can't watch without her. Like, um, I have, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. is uh, we, I want to watch that, but she doesn't want me to watch it without her. Right. So it's like finding a time to be like, okay, well, baby, um, we can watch a movie tonight. I don't want I'm tired. Okay, I'll, oh, I'll just watch something else. I hate else. that. I'll just, I'll just watch something else then. My wife does that to me all the time. It's like, oh, let's watch. Oh, I'm too tired. Or or she'll watch, um, every once in a while, she'll rope me into those crap shows like 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup. Like, she loves those shows. And I'm like, I'll, sometimes I'm into them because I love the, 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 the um, train wreck TV that it is. You know, he looked confused. You don't know what those... I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. This, I don't watch He's it. got this look of like, Sean, how dare you? But because <laughs> every once in a while, TLC has my 600-pound life. Right, you right, know? right. And sometimes, I guess when there's nothing else on, she puts that on. Right. And then, and like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, I don't really know what to watch. This, yeah. Because this, it's, it's always sad. Like, Yeah, this, Yeah. well, that, yes. The, the love after lockup is basically like, hey, I'm, I'm going to marry. We're going to... You're in jail, and I fell in love with you while you were in jail, and now you're getting out, and we're going to have a real relationship. Uh, okay. you know. And the 90-day fiancé is, hey, I fell in love with a foreigner who all my friends think is marrying me just for a green card or for the visa, and now I, I have to prove to them that I'm not. So they're going to come here for 90 days, or I'm going to go there for 90 days, and realize, oh, my goodness, our cultures are so vastly different there's no way we could actually be together, but I love you, so we're gonna we're gonna try it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, but when those moments come, I'm always like, oh, can't we watch something else. Like, I'll be like, okay, you watch it. I'll I'll it'll be background noise for me. That's when I start playing video games on my phone, or I'll pull the switch out and I'll play. And she's like, don't you want to watch it? I'm like, not really. We can watch something else. I'm like. Everything I want to watch is going to be like a two-hour movie, and you can't. Like, you got hours in you, not – you have maybe one, maybe two hours at most. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes it's it's tough, and I'm like, oh, wait, you go fall asleep, and then I'll watch it. You know, I think, like, the last thing I watched, I was searching on the fire stick. I think I, there was a good copy of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I was, like, I'm queuing that up because I know we both want to watch that. But I'm also looking at stuff that I want to see. I'm like, okay, well, I think Jane Silent Bob reboot might be out there, but I know it's coming out on Blu-ray in January. So I'm like, I can wait. You know, yeah. it too. I'm like, well, I don't know if I can spend two and a half hours watching a horror movie. <laughs> um, Stacey's like, well, I want to see it, but I don't want to watch it at night. Well, well, it's kind of the time we have. But all right, I guess we'll figure something out. Like, I'm off Thursday, you know, next Thursday. So it's like, all right, well, maybe we can watch it. And they'd be like, well, no, she's got stuff to do. So then I'll probably why I'm staying in my house, like, and just watch something myself, like lay in bed and be like, hey, look at me, I'm all like. Binge watch something real quick. <laughs> you know? It's life in a relationship, Ed. Yeah. It's tough. Um, all right, I got one more story. Okay. This one's most recent. It was December 5th. Tom Holland said he wasn't allowed to take photos with fellow Marvel stars after news broke that Sony was pulling Spider-Man from the MCU. Wow. All right. He was, um, let's see. Tom Holland appeared on ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live uh, last Wednesday to talk about his new movie, you know, with Will Smith, the, that pigeon spy in disguise, I think it's called. Yes. Um, did you, I'm assuming you probably saw the trailer in front of Frozen. 
I've seen it several times. Uh, yeah? Like like every because most of the movies I see anymore are Disney or right. you know, or, or sure. you know child movies. So that move that trailer has been going for a long time. Right. And, you know, and I'm like I'm like I, I'm like I'm. It's kind of cool to see Tom Holland play other than Spider-Man. Like, right, like gonna, right. You get to see him other things, but then after a while, you're like, I'm seeing this trailer, I'm like, you know what? I really have no interest in this movie at all. <laughs> it looks terrible more and more I watch it. I, I'm still in that a blissful, ignorant part. Of it. I don't think, I think I've seen clips of the trailer on Facebook, and I've never gone back to watch the whole thing, because every time I try to watch it, I get distracted by something else, like, around me. So I'm like, oh, I'll just watch it later, you know? <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I kind of get, like, the more I watch the trailer... The more I'm getting the premise of the movie, because based like right. like I'm filling in the pe- the blanks right. based off of all other movies I've seen. That's like, all right, I know exactly how this movie's gonna go, and it seems terrible. <laughs> uh, well, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, like, he's probably promote that film, and he spoke about attending Disney's D23 Expo in August. That was shortly after the news broke that Marvel would be removed from the Marvel Cinematic Universe because Disney and Sony failed to reach a financial agreement. Right. Here's some quote. I was really upset, and all my Marvel friends were there, and they were talking. They were talking like Marvel pictures, and I was like, not allowed to be in them, he said. It was awful. In September, it was reported that the two studios have reached an agreement, and that would co- uh, be co produced a third Spider Man film that's set to be hit theaters July 16th, 2021, by the way. Um, let's see. It's um, the, the news had come out, and I was obviously devastated, he said. Um, I was really upset, and all my Marvel friends were there, and they were like talking like Marvel pictures, and I was not. Um, he he made his debut in web singing in Captain America: Civil War, and it continued. It was awful. It was not my best day. <laughs> uh, so he's also coming up with an upcoming movie with Disney. Holland was promoting the animated film Onward, in which he's the voice of a character alongside his Marvel co-star Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> There was also appearances from Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bentley, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stamm, who, <laughs> and it was like he, it was a poor kid. It felt kind of bad for him. Um, <laughs> he's like, you know, that was when he walked down. He's like, it's been a crazy week, but I wanted to let you know I'm grateful from the bottom of my heart. I love you, 3000. And uh, that was, it was it. Like, um, I'm looking, I'm still skimming through here. Uh, he's like, I felt really emotional because I felt like it was all coming to an end. We all had a really good plan with what we were going to do with Sony. The future of Spider-Man was still very bright, but it would still have been a shame to take him out of the MCU. That's where he belongs. And we built such a strong character in that world. And it would have been a shame to lose that. I agree. I completely agree. Um, so there. Poor Tom Holland. Poor Tom Holland. Yeah. The millionaire. Poor Tom <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I don't I don't mean it like that. Poor Tom Holland. Well, I just think... When you're a kid, it's like saying, hey, um, you're part of a clique, right? And then all of a sudden, the leader of that clique kind of goes, you know what? I don't think we should talk to you anymore. You know, And then you're like, but I didn't do anything wrong. Doesn't matter. You're now out of the club because I deem it my own will. Right. Or like, you know, me and your, you know, we got into a fight with everybody and we said, we all, well, we all voted. You're out, you know? You're like, but I didn't do anything wrong to warrant that. I'm just living my best life, and now you guys are kicking me out. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Ah! You know, and then all of a sudden, like a couple months later, going, yeah, you know what? We changed our mind. Come on, you come back. You know why? The reason, really, reason why we're bringing you back in is because we realize that a lot of people like you, and we look like the bad guys, and 
I mean, let's face it, you know, we're doing something and we actually really need you. <laughs> you're going to make, you're going to put a lot of money for us and <sighs> fine. <laughs> kind of go back kicking and screaming like, fine, I'll, you can come back. There's, there's been a, like, since that article came out, there was a lot of, of references to the fact that he was drunk, apparently, to calling Bob Iger, you know, because that, oh, like, yeah. that was the big <laughs> thing, like, like, he called Bob Iger, and Iger that commented on Jimmy Kimmel. You just don't understand, I was, how smart, man, you can't, who are you going to do, just look at me, I'm drunk, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. So, so I'm like, I'm like, is that true? I don't know, but I, I, I just thought it's funny because it kept, it kept popping up over and over again that he was apparently drunk when he called Bob Iger. <laughs> drunk dial Bob. I, <laughs> I was, you know what? It's not fair. I'm gonna call Bob Iger right now. Now, Tom, come on, you, you can. <laughs> no, I got it right here. <laughs> no, watch. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Wait, what's his number? Oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He's in there. He's under I. Hi, there you go. Iger, there you go. Boom. No, that's his number. What? You watch, mate. Watch. <laughs> Boom. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. Do, 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 do. That's my ringtone, man. Hold on. I got to answer this. You know. Boom. Hey. Yeah. Now I got to call you back. I'm about to call Bob Iger. <laughs> no, man. I have a nice phone. I was just about to push dial when you when you called me. Now, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Boop. How was our DJ? He was seeing how I was doing because he's upset. I'm about to call, him, call Bob Iger right now. I, dude, I'm telling you, mate, look at me. Whose number is that? Bob Iger. No, you can't write that number down. That's my number. I'm going to call him. Hello? Bob, it's Tom. Holland. You know, Spider-Man. I know you can't recognize because I'm actually using my real voice. And I know I... I know we're five hours ahead of you, and I know it's midnight, but I, no, I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm completely sober. I just call on, because you take me back, please? Please. <laughs> I just, I don't know. My friends are making fun of me, say I'm the only one ever get kicked out of you know, the club, and I just want to come back. No, I'm not drunk. Stop. <laughs> I love you, man. I know you love me. Come on. Come on, please. Don't make me beg. I'm getting out on my knees. Watch. No, take, take a photo of me. I'm on my knees. I'm looking at my phone. I, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I, I, please, I'm on my knees. Iger. I, man. Come on, man. Please. Will you... You promise you're gonna talk to them? You gotta talk to them, man. You guys come 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 agreement. I I just bought a house. Like I here I am out there. No, I'm not drunk. You keep asking me that. I'm perfectly sober. You gotta understand. Please talk to somebody at Sony. I'm gonna give me Kathy Kenny. I'm gonna she's Star Wars. I'm gonna try to be can you get in Star Wars then? I could be the next R2. Boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. See? No. Come on. Talk to Sony, please. <laughs> Two things that I thought was funny. The fact that you... <laughs> 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 That's right. 
And the fact that you're using your phone. You have to. <laughs> sorry. Any good person on a mic will tell you that you need props. If you're going to talk into a phone, you got to have your phone right there. And she could be like, nah, <laughs> it adds realism to the story. Like, nah, I'm not drunk. <laughs> I had a couple he's, drinks. He's using his phone. Like, I swear he was going to get on his knees and love. <laughs> but he's like, I can't believe I, yeah, I had a couple drinks. I'm out. I'm an adult. I just please call Sony. Please. Can't you two get along? Are you will? Okay, I love you. I love you. I love you so much. You know who I was just on the phone with? Robert Downey. He called just before I called you. I told him I had to leave because I was going to call you. And my friends didn't believe me. Say hi to my friends. See, I told you. <laughs> Told you, Bob Iger. Now, now who owes me a drink? <laughs> I, I'm allowed to drink. I'm in England. I'm old enough to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. famous. Okay. T- tell everyone I say hi and go back to bed. I'm sorry I woke you, but you got to do something, please. <laughs> Click. So I told you I knew him. I run shit. <laughs> you can get back together because you know why? Because I'm the man. I, you know, I'm not only the man, I'm the Spider Man. <laughs> Drinks are on me. Why? Because I run shit. You watch. We're going to get back. I'm going to get those two crazy kids back together. You know why? Because I'm Spider Man. I'm the hyphen in Spider Man. <laughs> Sony is Spider and Disney's the man. And I'm the hyphen that joins the two of them together in one big giant family. <laughs> you're like, okay, Tom, I think you're done with your drinks. Give me my drink. I need my Guinness. It's my superpower. <laughs> uh, that's all I got, folks. <laughs> that's it. I'm spent. Any 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 future stuff? Ed? I just want to remind people because oh. starting tonight starts the Crisis on Infinite Earths on the That's CW, right. uh, which if you have the CW app, uh-huh. you know because obviously this won't you won't hear the Sunday night when right. it starts, right? But you you know if you if you you know not watching it not DVR it for some reason to you know definitely watch the CW app. I have and, to catch up on Pac Woman. I'm not caught up. Uh, I, I've stopped watching. I think that's the last episode. <laughs> the last time we talked was yeah. the last episode I saw. That's a, yeah. Stacey's like, aren't you going to continue watching? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Why I think it was off the air for a while because I think it was on hiatus. Oh, uh, because of probably a holiday break or something. Right, yeah. And I think it returned like not too long right, ago. Right, because they're, they're part of the crossover. Yeah. So she's like, don't you need to watch what's going on? I'm like, baby, I don't need to watch all the other episodes to know what's going to happen. And if she's, it's not going to tie in anything that's happening in the Batwoman. It's going to be its own separate story. I'm like, I don't need to. Like a walk on, I'm like, ooh, you know, like, uh, I can wait. <laughs> I totally can wait. And a part of me is like, okay, well, do I, I guess it's, uh, I'll wait five days and then push and watch them all in one shot. Like, I don't think. Well, that- starting Sunday is Batwoman, obviously the, the first show of it. And then apparently the second hour of it is uh, Kevin Smith actually talking about the infant's crisis. Really? Yes. That seems a little weird. So yeah, so I'm I'm DVRing both right okay. now, and I'm going to watch both of them tomorrow. I think because right. I don't think there's anything on Monday. I'm not sure. Yeah, I have because I know Flash and Arrows on Tuesday, and I think some of the shows are not until the following year. So 
you might have to wait like on a oh, hiatus. That's right. I think I'm not sure. I'm like I'm trying to remember. Might the be schedule. early January or yeah, middle January, like oh. right after the new year. So like you know like so you only get part of it now and then the rest of it at the end of the year. And I'm like, this is terrible. This is not a good idea. Yeah. Just give it all in one shot. Because like people are not going to remember or not care. Right. Yeah. You know, this is supposed to be the final season for Arrow too. So it's like, all right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, I've been watching it, and it. They're setting it up for two things. They're ending Arrow, right? And they're they're replacing it with a new show with their with his kids. Oh, okay. You know, and and like apparently they were brought back in time. They're going to be a part of this like crisis on Infinite Earth, oh, okay. like type of thing. Because because they, they like you remember how they used to do the flashbacks on him on the right. island and now stuff they're doing like flash forwards. They they were doing flash forwards for a while. Oh. Him and the kids in the future now because they're adults, right? So then apparently they brought him back in time for the season. And I'm like, and it's just like, if you still like your kid from the future, like, wouldn't you like go like spend as much time with him as much as you could? I, like, it's like all about the mission, and like, well, okay, I'm, I'm, okay. This brings up the problem of time travel. Yeah, because his kids are from the future, he might not want to know what his future holds. So he might want to distance himself from his kids because he doesn't want to spoil the future. What if they tell me it's the back to the future thing? It's like if you tell me what happens to me in the future, I might go out of my way to prevent that from happening. See, I'm not. And I'm, that could, I'm going to say something that's not yeah. going to spoil us at all. Right? He knows he's dying after, after <laughs> crisis of Earth. So, so for them that the, he does well, he knows his future. He's going to die soon. Like, <laughs> like he was told, like to save billions of lives. You know? I, yeah, I don't. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I haven't. What's my future like? What's my future? How old do I look? Do I get fat? <laughs> do I have any more kids? Do I lose my hair? <laughs> Dad, let me just say, uh, you, you, you were kind of distant from us. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. I'll try to be more. I'll try to be there more in the future. Okay, Dad. Like, <laughs> sure. I can't tell him. I can't. He's insufferable ass now. Imagine if he survives. We're probably better off without him. <laughs> You know how many times he said, "Yeah, I can't, I can't wait." You have failed this diaper, like you know, like, every time, every time we try to potty train us, you have failed this toilet. Like I'm a kid, you have failed this math problem. I just seem he's always telling me a failure. Better off without him. <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh, you know. And then the 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 Flash, I'm not digging this the season at all. It's it's. It's kind of like in between the two, between right. setting up for crisis and then their own thing. Right. But it's just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I think the only thing that kind of I'm interested in the crisis is the fact that you got, you know, Kevin Conroy playing old man, old Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You're gonna have Burt Ward in it, who might be old Dick Grayson. Like I don't know. Like you're gonna have Tom Welling and Erica Durant in it, and you're gonna have. Like, they're really trying really hard to pull in all these people. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, all right, you know what? That's that. I'm going to see how they pull it off. Right. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, they they piqued my curiosity, but you're not going to have Batman. No, you're not. You know? You're not. You have Batwoman. Right. Because, you know, but you have Bruce Wayne. That should count for something, you know, I guess. You know? You got Brandon Ruth playing Superman again. You know? It's like, all right. uh, We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of. You over it? I'm I'm gonna see it. Right. You know, like it's just that like they there was there was a point that I'm like I'm like there can no do wrong you know like 
right. they pull up Batgirl, it's going to be awesome. And it's like, and then like this season, it's like, it, like not only Batwoman, but all of them are off the rails. Yeah. And I'm like, are they going to recover from this? Like, I don't know. Like, like Batwoman's, they're talking about canceling. Right. You know, like the ratings are so low. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I, I dropped out because hey, it get hey. worse and worse. And I'm like, I, I, yeah. I'm like, I can't, like the next, this episode's going to be the one. Like, it's going to be bringing right. it back. This is the one. It's going to make me not watch. It's going to be the one. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, and I'm like, eh. Just like Doctor Who, I'm like I'm like I'm the new season. They're talking about that. Is it she's still a doctor? Yeah. Uh, they're giving her another round. Yeah. I guess because if they get, I, I how was her season? Terrible. Like, like I didn't like I didn't like the the doctor before that one. Right. Okay. And, uh, so Capaldi was already the start of the end for you. Yeah. And then it wasn't the fact that they added a woman. It's just that the writing was bad. Writing. Just it was bad writing. She could she she could be a great doctor. Right. It just the 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 scripts were terrible. Right. Like I you know because it's showrunner change and right. you know, like all that stuff changes and it's just like and you go yeah it's not not as good like like fire that guy you know right like fire, fire, you know because the stuff that they're writing is just terrible you know someone's like well we got to give her if we if we change doctors now it's going to make it look like it was all stunt yeah. And that's the problem. Like, I mean, you can have, you know, like, and, and I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I have four episodes of her last season. I still haven't watched. Oh, and I don't know if I'm going to. I didn't watch the the Christmas episode that wow. they had, you know, because actually it was New Year's. They didn't do a Christmas right. episode because she did. She wanted. They wanted to do different. Right, because you know we we're, we're smashing the mold that made us popular and made it, you know, everyone love us. Yeah. Now we're gonna change it all up. And and so now I'm like I'm like eh, and I'm like I'm I'm. I kind of want to go back and watch the other episodes, finish it up, and watch a couple episodes of the right. new one. But then I'm like, it's just cr- cringe every time I watch it. It's just uh, terrible, you know. And, and you know, it's just like, and this is the only really television I watch anymore. Right. Like, like I said, I watch YouTube a lot, or, or, or <laughs> you know, or, or I'm, I've got ADD, you know, while flipping for between like right. you know, Disney Plus and uh, um, you know Hulu and Netflix and and uh, uh, Pluto TV, you know, because I'm watching yeah. it, trying to find interesting documentaries. Like I found a couple that I liked. I, I talked about John Milios, right. about the director him. Then there was the Green Girl, uh, right. the Green Girl from Star Trek. Uh-huh. They talked about her career, right? You know, and like what happened to her and all that kind of stuff. And it was interesting. I, you know, I right. like so there's some interesting. Th- you know, like I'm trying to find another one. Right. Like you got to really like pay attention to some of it. Cause, right. Like, but anyway, that's just no. um, all right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you can, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard or want us to talk about, contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. That's S H A W N. Don't forget, if you have, if we don't have a show, have a happy holiday and a happy new year. Woohoo! And on that note, Excelsior! That was wonderful! Bravo! I loved that! Oh, it was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful! I was terrible! Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! My DM says you're a dweeb.